This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Hello and welcome to episode 134 of the Boz and Bovril podcast with your host Mark and myself Paul. Join us tonight, uh, we'll have Terence coming on this one, Bobby from the live chat uh, will come on the show as well tonight you can click on all the links to the podcast in the description below including our rumors page the podcast www.celticrumors.co.uk if you haven't hit the like please do so hit the notifications and subscribe to the show if you like what we're doing on tonight's show we'll have a match reaction to celtics 3-1 victory over aberdeen at Pataudry. three weeks to go till transfer deadline deadline day uh, where do you think we need to improve and which positions are urgently needed? Uh, look ahead to the Scottish Cup second round against Kilmarnock at Roby Park next Sunday. And of course, anything you guys in the live chat want discussed, please let us know. Firstly, though, I'll hand off to Mark for a few shout outs. Thank you very much, Paul. Uh, see, just when you're talking about that, Paul, I was reading a thing earlier on the day, and it's meant to be. I don't know if anybody's noticed, but you see, like on the YouTube like banner at the top of the page, there's wee links to the Twitter and the forum and like putting links in the description box and stuff like that. YouTube's meant to be stopping that have been allowed. So like putting any links to external sites in that out. They're meant okay. to be stopping all that, but I can't see how I can't see how people will be very happy about that. But it's meant to be happening over the next couple of weeks. So we'll need, need to see how that goes, you know what I mean? Could be over um it's kind of advertising, I suppose it's your free advertising, isn't it? Yeah, really? and, and, and you say if another podcast was sponsored by the show, we say like uh, Boohoo Man or something like that, Mark, they'll have their description down. Aye, so aye. So said that they can click on to Boohoo Man from their YouTube site, get me? Aye. I don't, I, again, I, know, I don't know how that's going to work for sure, them that day that they're kind of buying me a coffee stuff and things like that. I mean, they'll mm-hmm. not be able to put all that kind of thing up, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll give a few shout-outs to some of the lads for the forum, eh? Richie, David, eh, Welshie, Mikey, Mike, I don't think Mikey's busy this weekend, I don't even think he'll be listening in, a Glasgow Green, we join United Ireland, eh, some of the lads on the live chat, big jabber, moaning again, you know what I mean, that's all he does is moan, De- pure mm-hmm. depressing, big get he's getting, so he is, Bobby, but well, Bobby was there, he's away again. Brian, evening, Brian. Grot bags, nice to see you again five minutes ago. Eh, that's it, bud. Just say everything about the links and that'll just go on with it. Right, before we... Up there, Bobby, oh, there. There's, there. There's something I have there, to get but, off my... Just, I, just, I, don't, I don't know what happened there, but I'm here. Oh, I'm here. <laughs> right, no bother, Bobby. Thanks for coming on, mate. There's something I need to get off the chest that I've been away for the past two weeks and I come back and I'm catching up with the, the rumour site, catching up with last week's live chat, I had to look through that and suddenly David Tomble has turned into Lionel from Messi. <laughs> My Jesus Christ. Aye. Come on, but Pabs, to be fair to him, he played a good game last week. Aye, he wasn't at the races the day in that but... Did I not prove my point, Mark? I bet that's what everybody, everybody says the same, Liam. Consistency. Where was he today? No, like, I... It's, it's fine playing against Ross County, get two goals and things. But these, these are the games you want Tom to turn up and Bobby, wouldn't you? you know, turn up in these games, show the consistency, no, show that. I know, but the thing is, I, I, 
I'm not a lover or a hater of him really, but I, I, I thought he was atrocious today. Like he was like he was the first half. Him, I probably Cal McGregor was up there with him. The first half they were horrendous for me, and just way too easily uh, bypassed. Do you know what I mean? Well, nah, he's not, he's not for me. He's not for me. But you've seen the difference when Hattari came for his wee cameo. Yeah, I'm with you, Bobby. It's not that I dislike him. I, I, I wouldn't say I, like, I, I totally like him. But Rodgers, Rodgers, let's be fair, after his performance last week, it wouldn't have been fair to have been dropped today. No. Do you know what I mean? I mean, everybody everybody in their dog knows Hattati's a better player than Turnbull. Right? I don't know whether Rodgers is him, trying to give him a bit of a chance to prove it. To prove that he can, he can take like make a step up in that, but again the day I he was he was he was terrible. But Paul, that, I don't know anybody that wouldn't disagree with you that one mm-hmm. of the, the biggest problems with Turnbull is his consistency. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, all, it's always been it's always been yeah. that. Yeah. If you probably if you have no get speed, you can play. You can play the. Do you know what I mean? The problem, I the problem that you've got yeah. with the player like. Aye, but you've got if you play in if you play probably in the UK, it's too fast paced to have that time on the ball. Do you know what I mean? If he was playing in, I don't know, a, a European league, but it was a bit slower, he would maybe show up better. But uh, nah, he's he's he's, he's by not. The time, by the time Tom gets the ball, he's about two or three touches before he completes the final pass, and Hatase or Riley. Would have two moves ahead of him already done. Do you get me? Uh, even yeah. home, even Odin home looks as if he gets the ball and he turns and he's away. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? He, mm-hmm. he takes the ball in and he's already turned. Do you know what I mean? Turnbull gets it one touch, two touch, three, then he turns round. And a lot of time he gets caught, he gets caught up with that. But no, he's, he's really so, not for me. But as we kept seeing the live chat today during the game, it's Slow-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-and-
if as things stand now, their best midfield is McGregor, Hatati, and O'Reilly. And then mm-hmm. again, just after the day, the day's performances you've got to see, uh, even just what we've seen for we home for come in and the day, the day's performance, you've got to put home like he's got to be like our main kind of backup player in there, I reckon. Do you mm-hmm. not think he looks quite? Do you, do you not think he actually looks as if he's got a bit of size and strength to him? I know though, home. Aye, I don't see, he aye. doesn't look all that wee to me. Like, he's, he's, I'm not saying he's, he's muscular or he's really tall, but he's got that kind of athletic physique. Do you know what I mean? And he, he gets yeah, more as a, well. A bit of fight to him that the team is actually needing, Bobby. Aye, he well, he, he gets kind of stuck in, I know. He does get stuck in. Aye, that, mm. what you'd expect, I feel like a like Scandinavian type of player. Exactly, isn't he? He's got that kind of bit of steel about him and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is... Right. So Celtic were back in action uh, for the second game against Aberdeen and Petardry. Goals from Abada, Kyogo, O'Reilly secured the three points there. Uh, it was a Norway game. Uh, Celtic not looking impressive uh, today. But I have to agree with what Joe Hart said. It's early days. We're under a new manager. Um, we played a, he said we played a unique style, Bobby, for, for the last two years. A new manager's come in. We're, we're just into his ways. Criticism for me really is of, of the team is, is is a bit harsh. I think you know after Brendan Rodgers came in, he's he, he kind of brought in none of his own players yet. But we could say the the Polish lad Nowoski could have been his player. But I think the Celtic fans might need to relax a bit. I I agree with that, Paul. I mean, even on the live chat the day was. Just right. I mean, again, it's just like every player wants to have a bad touch. It's that same garbage. Do you know what I mean? It's all of a sudden. Do you know what's that, Bobby? You've probably that, heard I, me going on about it for a couple of years, but now you see it yourself, isn't it? To be honest with you, that's I've always been there because I like just the the idea of it, and most of the guys that are on it talk sense and stuff. But sometimes it's it's bloody overkill, and you're like, aye, it's off putting. Do you know what I mean? You think, aye, aye, man. You know what I mean? Aye, we were winning. We were, I mean, we were winning two one. Aye, Aberdeen could have equalised, but we could have scored. Do you know what I mean? But you can't sit there and just be pure negative and moaning about everything just in the off chance yeah, right. that Aberdeen's going to drop, going to get an equaliser. I, I was guilty at myself the day regarding Taylor, but Taylor had the worst game. Aye, aye, aye. It was shocking. The day. Well, I said, I, I, I evening, watched, uh, God, on, Paul. Evening, Stephen. Yeah. Thanks very much for coming in, mate. Thanks for your comment watched, as well. Uh, Glad you enjoy it. The, the game last week uh, over in, over in Poland, Bobby, and, uh, and 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 I said it to you, Mark, when, when we were saying about players who could actually struggle under Brendan Rodgers, and he was one player that we actually named out, and I actually think he is struggling because I Aye. think his defending again is actually being found out because I think he's getting turned inside very very easily, you know, like it, it it's easy to turn uh, Taylor. You know, I, I I think if Barnaby Barnaby was, was if he if he didn't turn up last last week, I actually think Brendan Rodgers would have went with him. But I think that was a bit of blown out proportions. and alright enough, Paul. That carry on with Barnaby. I mean, he slept in. He got a slap in the wrist out it. Probably get sent to train with the kids for a day. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they've got Carl McGregor would have fined him five hundred quid or whatever it is for turning up late. And that would be hard for go about. And I mean, Rogers just, made a joke at the day. Aye, I, mean? I mean, come on, he slept. He slept, and it's not as if he's 
Do you know what I mean? He's only a young boy. He's, he's, never, young. Slept he's, he's never slept I, I, in for their work. That's like, I, I think, Mark, that he could, act, he could have actually started the first game this season kind of only for that, I say. you know, cause Well, I when Rodgers came in, Paul, we said that we thought that maybe Burnaby would be maybe more suited to Rodgers' mm-hmm. style of play. Playing like mm-hmm. the out-and-out out kind of overlapping fullback role, that, which... Taylor for the last few years he's not been doing it and is no. he just struggling to find his feet and do you know what I mean in this kind of new system mm-hmm. well, I, I'm not, I mean you know what just kind of write him off do you know no, what I mean because we've seen him adjust Mark to, to Angie's system do you know what I mean so like we're not going to write him off but it's 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 really an area when when we seen um, on, on, on the Neil Lennon that was targeted uh, the left-hand side, and when Ange Foss came in, the left-hand side, and I think it's actually, at, at that moment, it's actually one of us weakest sides uh, in the back line. The left-hand side. Aye, aye. They get ripped to shreds yeah. last week. He get ripped to shreds last week, caused the goal, and they get that boy that was in the right wing the day, every time he took him on, he would buy him. Do you know what I mean? And it wasn't, it was every time. There was three or four times. It just, we move. We thing me away, and he'd, we had him. Taylor was nowhere. Do you know what I mean? And if that's a top European winger in, a, in the Champions League or the Europa League, God knows what happens. Then do you know what I mean? It's scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I mean, we've still got over a month. Well, I'm not meaning, but I know there's only a few weeks left in the uh, the, the transfer window. But I mean, it's when the nineteenth or something like that, nineteenth of September. Mm-hmm. 20th of September is the first Champions League game. I think it might be the 24th and the 25th this time round, for whatever. That seems to stick in my head that it's the 24th or the 25th. But I don't know. Don't ask me why. Uh, I've got, I mean, we've got this. I mean, that's what nearly six weeks. That's a good eye. Six, seven weeks. I know what I mean. By the time we, by the time we win this shot, we've got another four or five weeks to get. Do you know what I mean? I don't think there's anything to start really panicking about. Aye, we're not playing great. But there was times under Ange that we didn't play great as well. But the thing is, we've the two games, we've won the two games. We're sitting top of the league. But right, aye, the performances aren't great. But but you're, we're just uh, us. We're just sitting nitpicking over the games. You know what I mean? We should be quite. Aye, there's things that need to be addressed. Things that need to need to be fixed. Again, the goalkeeper for me just that needs to be sorted out as soon as possible. Oof. But we're just hope, we're hoping that that's going to be sorted out by the end, by the time the window shuts. But I don't, I'm not with any kind of panicking people. Are, do you know what no. I mean? Again, Jabber's mentioned there in the live chat, like what you read on that Twitter and on the forum and things like that. Some of you are just, I can't even be bothered that, like answering them, some of the guys on the forum anymore. <laughs> I know, it's some belters, isn't it? I, I, I don't even, that's something, again, it's something I'm about to go on and up. I go on and off here or there. But it's another one where, and it's the same. It's the same people without mentioning any names. I'm just putting the same stuff up there, oh, there, there, there again. Geez, oh and no matter how many times you try to, you t- no matter how many times I've tried to talk, like to explain things from a different point of view, and other people have done it. They're oh, just no for listening. No. They're just no for listening. So there's not even any point in trying to like make you tell them that the other side of the coin and things like that. Okay, I seen something earlier on, uh, and it was like, oh, what was it? It was on, I can't remember what it was on. It was on maybe it was on another Celtic thing anyway. Nothing related to these ones, but somebody says, "Oh, Taylor uh, Ralston had a shocker. He had a shocker. This guy had a shocker." And it was like four or five names. And I thought, 
Every one of the names that you just mentioned there actually didn't have a shocker today. Ralston didn't have a shocker today. Well, I thought Tom Ralston was one of our best players. So did I. He was a wee bit ropey at the start, but it was again when only didn't he, he wasn't causing any kind of problems. No, no. And as we keep saying, we've got to remember, Ralston's only were back up right back. But you look at that tackle he made there when it was 2-1, aye, aye. the team was clean on. You know what I mean? That was, that was as good as three points there, that tackle. He you know? throws his body on the line for you as well, which is always needed in some of these tricky away games in Scotland. You're going to need, he com- he's committed enough, do you know what I mean? Which but again, can... again, people just writing him off, he's never going to be good enough. But, but, but what kind of lively player do they think that Celtic's going to get that's going <laughs> to come in and sit there and be happy to be the understudy to Johnson? So, mm-hmm. No, but no, the way they look at it, Mark, is that they, and they're weird thinking it's like oh but we should have better than Johnson and we should have better so it's like <sighs> what, how, how can oh, you I, 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 say all, I say it all the time the only player at Celtic Park that I don't think we could improve on no matter how much money we spent would be McGregor see every other player at Celtic Park if we spent enough money or had enough money we Aye. could improve on that without a doubt but we We've not got the kind of money, so we need to go for and get players like Johnson and accept that we've got gone have guys like Ralston as our backup. That I've getting, I've said it all along, even when we thought he was going to be leaving before Ange came in, I had no problem with Ralston being our backup right back. No, no, I'm the same. I really had just and it's just one of the things. You're, we're no, we're no Barcelona or fucking Bayern Munich that can go and spend 12, 15, 30 million pounds on a squad player, things like that. Terms here. Evening, Terms. Evening, James. How are we going? All right, mate. How are you doing? Good, no, good. Good, good. Just a four, uh, just while Terms is on. I know all the lads know that he's had a bit of a tough time in the last few months, being no well and stuff like that, but he's a wee happy leprechaun, isn't he? He's a wee back to work tomorrow, Terms. I have indeed, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, six, it was six, six months yesterday. That's how long six, it was. Is that six months, Ter? Yeah, six months yesterday it happened, yeah. On oh, Saturday, I could say, yeah. Uh, didn't uh, quick six months. Yeah, no, I didn't yeah, think I know. it was that long, but that's you back you'll be a bit more settled in your life, getting back into the system you're working in that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, back to normal, thank God. Aye, and the, option, the options, the other options weren't very good, were they, to be honest, you know what I mean? No, no, they weren't, they weren't, no, without a doubt, no, they were not, Mark. Evening, Mikey, nice to see you, mate. You defense, uh, just Stevens, uh, uh, comment there. Do you think Brendan might try and bring uh, Karen Taney uh, back home? He's not getting a game at Arsenal. You know it's going to be a loan deal. Is that something you want? Or I don't. I've been quite vocal about that. No. If Tierney's mm-hmm. coming back, see if he's coming back on loan. Any loan, unless it's... Mbappe to get out his last year at PSG or something like that, but any loan that Celtic's going to have to Celtic is for me, it's got to have the option to buy it in India. And I don't think if the financial situation is, I don't think we could ever do that for keep Arsenal that happy unless KT just pushed and said, No, I'd like to join Celtic. Mm-hmm. No, but I mean, what Celtic, what would Celtic gain? What would Celtic gain with taking him back for a year? I mean, he plays as a, he plays as a, uh, like, needs a kind of left, left central back now, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So, but put Tierney and Carter Vickers together. 
the boy we've just bought for Poland's gone. He's about he's getting blew out for a year just because KT can't get a game at Arsenal. No, I'd no for me. Terence, yourself? No, I, I, I'd be the same, Paul. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be interested in having Tierney back. No, no disrespect meant to him. He was, he was great when he was at Celtic, but Celtic, Celtic need to be concentrating on getting guys like, for argument's sake, like Alistair Johnson or Carter Vickers. That if they're in there, they're, they're there. Like Mark said with the Carter Vickers and Jota example, that if they're coming for on loan, that there's already a deal agreed in place that Celtic have first option, and it's going to be. Six million or seven million or ten million or whatever the figure is, if Celtic want to buy him at the end of that, that that's it. But the the notion of Kieran Tierney coming for for twelve months for the year, it, like how does that how does that affect Greg Taylor? Even though Greg Taylor, for the first time in a long time, had a shocker today, but how does that affect Greg Taylor? How does that affect that? You know, you know, how does that affect him? Does does he all of a sudden six months into going? Well, I'm not getting game time here. Maybe I'd be better off get, going somewhere else and trying to get a game. In another club, and then all of a sudden Tierney goes back, and you're 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 looking for another left back because the guy hasn't played football for twelve months. I I I'd I'd uh, I'd I, I would only look at it, Paul, to say that if they were looking at another left back, he has to be permanent, and it has to be better than what's already there. Mm. And are we like are we taking back the same Tierney, Bobby, as what we had? Like we've seen him over the last couple of seasons now since he left Celtic he's been kind of very injury prone as well you know he's been in and out of that Arsenal team with, with injuries as well you know you wouldn't you wouldn't be getting the same player back you mean would you could argue that you're getting a better player back but what um Mark was saying there is like he usually plays the left side of a three at the back a left centre back so he's going to come back to us and we're going to say oh but we want you to be left back again he might not even be up to that now you know mm-hmm. what I mean uh-huh. But see, um, see that thing with injuries as well, because uh, I actually went and looked it up when we, we were talking about it on the forum a couple of weeks back, and because Tierney himself came out and said that he was available for every for every game or something like that at Arsenal last season. And see, when you look up his, his record, that, I, I think it was at the beginning of the season he missed some games. But that show in the, in the Premier League, when the FA Cup more that kicked off, I'm I'm sure that he didn't. He missed something like two games all season just through injury. It was just that mm-hmm. he was on the bench, or coming off the bench, or stuff like that. So he was. He, I mean, the problem he did. I mean, it was the kind of rumours about his problems, his fitness and injuries and that when he was at Celtic. That was one of the reasons that Celtic maybe meant to rubber stamp the move for him. But and I've seen people saying as well that well, that's one of the reasons Newcastle weren't he wanted to take a plunge on him. They've got questions about his his kind of. His physical, physical condition and stuff like that, yeah, yeah. and obviously they can't put him through a medical without having the permission of Arsenal to do such and things like mm-hmm. that. But mm-hmm. I agree with what Bobby says. He's he's not the KT that left Celtic a few years back, but a diff, he's no. an older player, and he, he'll probably be, he'll probably <coughs> technically, but the way he reads the game and that, he'll have learned a lot from playing playing for right. Arsenal, playing in that league and stuff like that. But I I don't no good. I don't think he's got the physical capabilities. To become to come back and be that kind of what, we were saying, what I was saying about we Burnaby there being that kind of overlap attacking fullback. I can't, I just don't see KT being fit enough to do that for any team. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, going back to the game, um, what have you noticed? Like, I, I know it's kind of all the days now, and but what have you noticed about the way Brendan Rogers 
play, plays uh, this Celtic team compared to the the way Ange had us playing. I know that there was fast tempos in Ange and stuff like that. But do we do we do we look more solid or? I think we look a bit disjointed. Mm. I don't. It's just. I mean, it's again the way Ange played the game. And, I've said a new manager's coming in, the style and that was going to change, but I don't think we're actually seeing what Rodgers' style is yet. I mean, yeah. I even noticed mm-hmm. today, the, the kind of, well, one of the big things I noticed as well was Hart. Hart I, I, I used to complain about this with Hart that he didn't come out and command the boxes as much. But it seems to be... Aye, plus the, the clearing that no playing the boat for the back and all that kind of stuff. Well, he's that. not going to do that. He's not going to do that anymore. After he got clabbered against Stephen Wells, so Hart's going to fucking stay in his line. No, season. That's what we would. We won't see that happen anymore. No, that's what we want. But one of the things that I've, I've, I noticed even last week as well, uh, Ross County, was seeing the boys going out for throw-ins and stuff like that. It's not quick to get it back into the, into play. Mm-hmm. Evening, mm-hmm. Rebel 86. Nice to see you again, mate. Thanks for coming in. Bob. What about this new? What about this new rule, um, Terence? We kind of see Kyogo playing, kind of coming in more, kind of central into the field to to receive the ball and kind of lay it off to the to other players and stuff like that. And are we yeah. going to see different Kyogo under Rogers? Do you think? Or um, well, he might he might be he he might be. Moving more, Paul, in the sense of coming in to make, get a bit more ball because, in fairness, he's he's good at it. It could be a factor as well, Paul, for me that there's a at the start today again. There's a huge imbalance in the midfield for me when you play mm-hmm. Turnbull, McGregor, and O'Reilly. They're 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 all you know. Turnbull had a very poor game. Obviously, he was taken off, but it's a completely different game when you've got a Hitat in there. And to be honest, it was even a different game when. The young uh, Norwegian guy came in there. He's oh. much better than Turnbull. Holm, yeah, he could, like his first touch is always into space. He's always getting himself into space, and he looks very tidy on the ball. Whereas, whereas that could be a reason, Paul. They they, they want Kyogre to, to drop back a bit more and to link with the wide man, and then he's so quick and elusive, rather than him just staying up and allowing the centre back to go right. I'm going to just stay stuck to him all day, and it's probably easier mark him than if Kyogo is kind of drifting into the number 10 roller towards the midfield area and then swinging back in again might be harder to pick him up. Whether that's something that Rodgers is working on, I don't know, but at, at the minute, the, the the biggest thing the biggest thing that worried me today, if I'm to be honest with you, Paul, is, is Rodgers, if you looked at the team, has gone back to a lot of the older generation, not the older generation, but the guys that have been there before. Obviously, like, I mean, if you looked at the finishing the back forward finishing it was Ralston Welsh Rocky and Taylor and then you've he's gone back to Turnbull as well now I know Turnbull has played well up to today but I like you'd never like him bringing on James Forrest again mm-hmm. you know there must be there must be a couple of guys there that are really really gone way down in the pecking order if with the greatest respect if, if James Forrest is your your first sub and you're going to stick Maeda through the middle and like the one that he was through in goal, Maeda, he's he must have had five miscontrolled touches. And if he'd gone any further, he'd have gone out the side gate. Like he was going so mm-hmm. far left. You know what I mean? So that that would that's one thing that worried me today. To be honest, is what was coming on and what was on it. And I, I know Welsh did play decent when he came on, but would I would you be happy going into a European match with Welsh and your man Rocky as the two centre backs? I I'd be worried. I don't think I don't think that's going to happen, Tia. 
But they've been very slow to Mark. I mean, the new, oh, the, new star, the new Starfield was going, we all knew Starfield was going a month ago. Yet the Starfield deal can be done and dusted. And the, the lad, the Swedish lad, apparently he's played today for his club. And he's still not here like. I mean, if Carter Vickers has a serious knock and he's out for two for two or three weeks, that, that backline there is conceivably the backline that could be going into the derby. Oh, but, but, I mean, but, but what do you expect Celtic today? Turn around and say oh, to the boy, right, you signed sign for this or we're just, we're not what I signed you, we'll move down to the next guy on the list. No, not that, Mark, but I would rather them, I'd rather them see the, try and get the, the the deal done the deal done quicker. I don't know I don't know what's the I don't know what the the Rubsy issues with it, but like that that lad has oh, been in the discussed with the for a while. But it was only it was only our day the uh, the sporting director came out and said that aye there's interest but we've not actually received any concrete offer until we did there's basically nothing else, basically nothing we can do about it. Oh well that that but that but that's what I'm trying to say Mark Celtic should be much more proactive than that. We all know Carl Starfelt was going. That deal was done quite quickly with Celtic Vigo. Why can't Celtic do it the other way for themselves? If they need a centre-back in, why can't they work to the same speed that Carl Starfelt leaving to Celtic Vigo was done? Why can't they be in roles reverse that Celtic are going to that club and going, he's our guy, that's the guy we want. Oh, it's aye, three million or three and a half million to get him in the door. Uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with you, I know what you mean, but... Well, I heard on this fella, uh, Lagerby was that it was actually Starfield's Starfield agent. agent. Aye, it's, it's yeah, the same, and then, the Celtic same agent. Over, then Celtic went over to watch him, and that's kind of why he was so late. They, they had targets, Terence, and then when, when this fella was recommended to him, they halted on the other targets to have a look at this, this Swedish lad, so that was kind of... The kind of delay there before they kind of made a decision on their things. They wanted to have a look at this fella play first, you know. Oh yeah, as I said, that's that's fine, Paul, and I understand all that. But what I'm but what I'm saying is, like, it's it's there's there's if they're still in discussions with him and they're still talking about him and they're still talking about a medical and like you know, like as I said, Carter Vickers more than likely isn't going to isn't going to feature next week. They're they're saying it could be a hamstring, so. The, the back line to finish today is pre, is more than likely going to be the back line to start the next the next game and you know you, I don't know just, he, just, he 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 could uh, he could bring scales in there Mark do you know what I mean aye you know you know it does this kind of pull a a damper on scales as the thing to Aberdeen Terence for uh, for the time being well you definitely you definitely wouldn't. I, I, to be honest, Paul, I wouldn't have got rid of scales regardless of mm-hmm. the situation because for me, I had this, this what, talk, discussion with Mark. I would have said, obviously, Carter Vickers and Rocky. And for me at that stage, if no one else had come in, the way scales had performed in pre-season, he was certainly third, third, third worst four choice. And it probably Welsh and Kobayashi for me was surplus to requirements. You know, but if they, if they brought in another defender, I'd still have scales there as, as the, the probably the fourth, the fourth defender. That was I that was what I thought because you can cover left back as well. Like I thought, I think we'll still bring in two. Well, I hope so. What's I, your, I think uh, I think it'll be the the, uh, the Swedish boy, and it'll be that we Xavier Mbadbe or whatever as you pronounce it. Yeah. Even James James Clyde James Clyde still. The only name I ever got right on the live chat in the signing was Novoski, the Polish fella, because I know how to pronounce the plot. Aye, I know, aye. 
Even well, James, James Clydesdale, thanks very much for coming in, mate. Thanks for joining. Bobby, us. what's your uh, thoughts on this situation? Uh, this the centre back role. That's just scary. I, I, I've got to say, I've, I definitely agree with Terence on the one that if if we are going to, I know obviously you can only work with what you've got, and if there's players injured, you're not just going to keep buying players in. When players are injured, you need to wait for them coming back in that. But if we were going to Ibrox in it's only like a month away and it was like the, the defence that played the second half, I, I wouldn't be very keen on that. You know what I mean? I, I would be quite worried going into that match. You look at what happened when we cuffed as the last game of last season. I know mm-hmm. there were circumstances around that, but it was a makeshift defence that day and they, they hammered us, do you know what I mean? I know obviously we weren't switched we weren't as switched on for that game although we should have been but we were well beaten when we had a disjointed team and if we're disjointed getting into that who knows Rebel 86 is saying Roger said that Welch could easily play 40 games this season he also said to him that as long as I'm here Stephen you'll be at the club you know, that's what I, I, Danny, I, I, the new Danny McGrain story. Yeah. Stephen <laughs> I mean, do you know what? I mean, I used, I used to wind Mike up about it. Right? I used to call Stephen's well, future he, Celtic he captain. He actually did Stephen well. Wilson. Yeah, I thought he did well today when he actually. Aye. Did well. Fair job. Okay. When, when but, is the last when time? When you've got teams in Italy in that watching you, you must have something. But I mean, as I said, I've backed him up, but I don't, I just, I don't see him with any kind of long term future at nah. Celtic. Do you know what I mean? But if if, he's, if teams in Italy and that are looking for him, there must be something in there. Yeah, but seeing right? two year time, we'll all be sitting there moaning. Oh, why did we let Stephen? Do you know what I mean? We'd never have let Stephen Wells go. He'll go into the but list. You know like what, Andy if, Robertson if, and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Wells will be another one. A Jack if, we only, one. If, if we only Aye. brought in, if we only brought in one centre back, right? And it's this Swedish lad. I won't. I won't let Steve Wedge leave. Do you know what I mean? I won't let. I and I. I, I probably even like you, Terence. I won't. I won't let Liam Scales leave either. You know. Kobe oh, actually doing anyone to the requirements. Well, I think he's. Um, he's not here about oh, him. Yeah. He might be going to a team in Belgium and on loan. Yeah, he's brutal. He's brutal. Just the same kind of thing with uh, Jack. Uh, Jack Henry, Mark. He might be sent out and loan out there. You know, he's, I don't he's think never, uh, never going to come good, Tim. He'll never come good. Uh, over, I don't think what, what I was, the fellow, what's his name, Mark, that we kind of kept in the with all the, the Japanese stuff. Ben Aravich, is it? Uh, he said that if for a young player at his age, and if he was sent back to Japan, it'll be seen as a, a failure in European football in Japan. You know? well, it would be. Yeah, so he, he, I think he'd be kind of loaned to a team in Europe or maybe, maybe down, down League One, League Two, you know, you know. He's definitely not good enough for not. I've not seen anything at all for him to show that he's got any kind of, any strengths or positive, positive, positive stuff that he could add to Celtic team, I really don't. No, but he's a decent, he's a decent size and all, like height wise. And they said that oh, he's us, he's a left sided ball playing defender. He can't pass, and for his size, he's weak as anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, very weak, very very weak, Bobby. I fully agree with you there. Very weak. Totally, totally bullied that game against the, the Hibs, one of the last games of last season when they end up beating us four two, and he actually started that game and 
oh my god, I've not seen many worse performances than that. But if you if you look probably at the four games that come to mind, Ibrox against Hearts, against yeah. Hearts, he's the road, and and uh, the Saint Mirren game with your man Curtis oh. Mayne, he just ragdolled them. He literally ragdolled himself in, himself in the water. They they couldn't they couldn't deal with him like couldn't deal with him like. Can you imagine that? But look at the difference there with that, right? Can you imagine Kobayashi against that big Duke for Aberdeen? Mm -hmm. But that's like saying, look look at the difference then, Mark, right? In in, in Rocky coming into the Celtic team, like this is what we want. We want players who are able to come into the first team and and perform. And I think he's done, hasn't put a foot wrong since he he went into that centre back role next to Vickers. I think he looks very, very sturdy. Very impressed with him. I, I, I think he's done well. He picks a he good pass I mean, as well. He picks out a good pass. He seems to be confident coming out. And then he, what I've noticed is when he, he, he pushes out the defence, he doesn't always look left or right. He's quite comfortable in playing a kind of cutting pass, like centrally. And he seems to he seems to hit the mark quite a lot with it. So I think he's looked quite good as well. Yeah, he's looked very assured, to be fair. He has looked very assured. Even times today when the Aberdeen, where the Aberdeen were playing it over the top, and he was in a foot race with guys, you know, if, if he, he, he he never he didn't he didn't apart from where he came flying in at one stage, one one crack and tackle and a break on a, and a breaking ball, but he didn't dive in. He just shepherded the the forwards, and he stayed, he stuck with him. And you know, when his chance came, he might have toe poked the ball in or talked it away, toe poked it away. I thought he was thought he's been very very solid, very very the solid. Thing, the good thing about him as well was he's. Quite, he's relatively both-footed, and he actually played on that side of the central defence for Ligia. And mm-hmm. um, also, the the big Swedish boy that we're looking at, he's much the same. He's both-footed as well, and plays on the left side of the centre backs. You kind of need that balance sometimes as well. Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Well, Starfelt found his feet done really well for Celtic, but he was never a left-sided centre back. Do you know what I mean? And when he got caught out, it was duty. It was due to that. You know what I mean? And when, see when Carter Vickers was, was injured, team, Starfield moved there. Starfield oh. did look a little... A he little looked more comfortable there, Mark. Aye, in that position. Aye, you did. He did. Definitely did. But I'd always argue the point, what, what would have ever happened if they said to Starfield, no, you can stay on the right, Carter Vickers, you're a better defender, you go on the left. I wonder, does he go on the left-hand side when he's in bed with Jacinta, or does he go to the right? I'd say he goes on top. I would fucking mind what side I go on. Fudge in behind. Yeah, fudge in behind terms. <laughs> yeah. No, my God. There'd be a few red cards with the challenges there, I'd say. Yeah, I see that as well, mate. I'm not buying that. See, that's with Starfield that he left to go to La Liga for, because she left. That's a, I'm not bearing that for a minute. I mean, I'm not saying... They, I think... I'm not saying it didn't play a part, right? But Starfield, Paul, I've told you he's been wanting to leave for a four... Well, for Christmas. I think it's Mark. He's twenty nine, and he wanted to get one last crack at some. Uh, he wanted. He wanted to get. He wanted to play in like one of the big leagues. Mm-hmm. Right, and she probably, if, right, probably if Jacinta, Jacinta, whatever her name is, if she hadn't been on the scene, he would have probably went down to England. Because that'd have been probably worth more money to him, a few extra grand a week playing for doing in the pub league and stuff like that. But he's, I mean, he's moved to La Liga. It's not as if he's been away playing with some. Second division Portuguese team because she's caught that mm. she's in Portugal. He's, he's only moved, he's went to Spain three, to play in a, one of the biggest leagues in the world. Still three yeah. years away, fair or something. Three aye, or aye, 
Aye, yeah. and it's clo- it's a bit closer, it's this than whatever, but it, her leaving Celtic and not on a thought of day with him leaving no. Celtic. Where I he went, where he, where he went, probably. That, what? I bet you he's shaving the grass by before he has to spend, I say. He's manscaping anyway, that's what he's talking about. Where she was probably played a kind of part in where he, the league he I think chose, it's, a, you know I I mean? think it's but, about uh, yeah. an hour and a half drive marked where Kent of Vigo. No, it's even longer than that. Bobby, that Bobby, Bobby, Bobby says it's about three or four hours, Paul. Right. Well, it depends on that. Spain is a big draw, like you know what I mean. To play in La Liga is a big draw, like it's a big yeah, draw, probably, like probably it was a choice. Well, that I could go to England, but, uh, but if he really well, wanted to, he could have got a team in Portugal as well. He could have got a no league team in Portugal if he wanted to, you know. But La Liga is a big one. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't fully much see women's football, but they never seem to hang about long at clubs. Any of the women players, so what happens no. next summer if she moves out again somewhere else? What if, she, what if she comes back to Celtic next summer? Aye, like Starfield's not going to be looking for a move back to Scotland. Like oh, if he and Rose, who was this? Who's the other centre back? I forget the other centre back. It was Ify Ambrose. Well, it wasn't Forge yeah. Van Dyke and some other central back to hold the record of the longest clean sheets in Scottish football. Dana year. DFB put that up the day, didn't he, Bobby? Aye, Dana year, Van Dyke. I love they two together, man. They were brilliant. Yeah. Thir- 13, 14 games or something, weren't this? You know? Oh, amazing. Absolutely amazing. That was probably one of my favourite kind of the last so many years partnerships. They two were brilliant together. Where did he actually go to? He's in he went Saudi to Sunderland. Now. He was in Sunderland for a while, but they God knows where he's gone now. He's in Saudi now. He's in Saudi, oh, yeah, he's fair enough. He's in Saudi this summer, yes. Another <laughs> one of them. You know what I mean? Hopefully, um, hopefully, football, every football player wears, you know, he's in Saudi now. Never to be heard there again. No. Do you know who, do you know who I, I'm actually starting to, to like as well is is, is uh, the South Korean Yang. I think he's brilliant. Quick. Really. She's not afraid to uh, take on a player or, or, or receiving the ball, Bobby, is he? I, I, I'll i be honest with you. That's one of the ones where I think sometimes when you when you, wa- you watch a player, and I've said that a few times in the live chat or on the, the, I think maybe the forum as well, I think you get a feeling about a player sometimes quite quick when you like the mm-hmm. look here. I, I think he's gonna be he's gonna be a right good young. He's definitely got something going. He's fast, he's directed, he's, he'll be a good one. I mean like that that third goal there, Matt, like he's he's crossed there to O'Reilly, like like that was that that was spot on, like you know what I mean? He was just even a couple of times like, even a couple of times probably pinged long first time long ball passes that right. yeah. a, a few times he'll catch out defences if he can ping them as accurate and timely as that, Bobby. Do you know what I mean? He's another one that looks quite strong and all though. Do you know think he's Aye. quite kind of well built as well? He's like seen him when he came on the day, he's got a good shape in that about him. He's no but look at it's the same with O, do you know what I mean? There's they're very fit players, do you know what I mean? It looks like he's got a decent bit of kind of build about him as well, so he will only be bullied as such. I keep so, saying you know, it, oh, I keep saying yeah. it, I think O's all be I, see when you were talking earlier on, we've said it as well, Paul, in terms of Kyogo falling back and playing a bit deeper. I think 
if Rodgers gets the players he wants and it's going to be a 4-2-3-1, I think it's going to be Kyogo in that number 10. Kyogo playing that number 10 role that Aye. you said. Yeah. For the very mm-hmm. first time I watched him, Paul, mm-hmm. the way he, it's even just his movement in that. I think, I, do, I think he's more suited to that kind of role. Mm-hmm. Just like that kind mm-hmm. of free role, let them just one of the players, you just you just give them the ball and let them do what they do. Wasn't all a bit of a silly boy now telling the, the physios about his, his injury and all he's out for six six weeks, you know? I can maybe thought we could shake it off and maybe didn't he? I know, man, would, but they... would you be surprised as well, though, Paul, that these guys are have monitors on them in training? You know, the little yeah, did, things so in the jerseys. So did we bring in that system and Ange came in that predicts when the players fit the muscles, didn't he? Yeah, but you they probably had that maybe before that even most 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 most, most clubs in, in all games have that. But you'd assume that if the sports science guys are looking at that, reviewing the information and going, Well, he normally runs X amount of kilometers in training and he does X, Y, and Z. God, he's actually He's down twenty percent, and he's down twenty percent, and he's down fifteen percent, and he's down. Like you know, I'm I'm surprised that someone hasn't kind of. I don't know what the injury is now, whether it's whether it's a hamstring or a muscle injury or whatever. But if it's a muscle injury in particular, you imagine you're not going to be. If you're watching yourself, you're not going to push yourself. It's what, sorry. Yeah, you're not going to push. No, you're not going to push yourself as much in training. If you think you've got a, a muscle that might go, you're going to hold back probably a little bit. So I, I'm surprised that someone. Either visually hasn't seen something, or take definitely with, the, with the, the mechanics that they have noticed that it hasn't come up in data to go. Something not right there with this guy. Something not right there with this guy. Do you you know, part of, the worst part of it is with regards to O as well as he was probably the one of the most impressive players pre-season, and I actually thought this was going to be the point where he properly kicked on. But you just hope that this isn't the beginning of some stupid injuries, injuries for him, and then maybe. It, potentially doesn't work out for him because it does happen sometimes. Do you know what I mean? I hope he's no one of these ones that's kind of stop, start, stop, start because I think there's some real potential in there, but I don't know. Uh, just going on what Jabber's saying there, uh, uh, I wanted Hark Sabanovich to do well. Can't seem, I, I think, Mark, you said as well, the his agent was told that he can find another club, but they, aye, meant to he be, was aye. one of those players, wasn't it? Aye. You know? Which I, I'm a bit disappointed. And I, I, like, I like the look of him in that, but you can't be jumping about with that dyed blonde hair and stuff like that if you're not producing the goods on the park. You just look like a wee knob ending, didn't you? Yeah, really? exactly. Bro. It's fucking... It's worse than... It's nearly as bad as Cantwell there. Aye, but really, it's, it's that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? If you're, if you're running about with a big kind of showing off your image or look at me and dyeing your hair mental colours and that, you've got to kind of back up with what you're doing in the park. And he showed in flashes that he could be a player, but I, I don't... I think he's just going to be one of the players that's going to just bounce about club for club for the rest of his career, where he looks at. Uh, really it's going to be a journeyman, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Aye, yeah. aye. But if, if James Forrest is coming on ahead of you in the last two games, or this game, you know what I mean? The other one, fair enough, it was trophy day. But if James Forrest is coming on ahead of him, that has to be... Aye. That has to be a red flag, like. I think him about somebody, David, just, I don't know, because it's been... He could have a discipline issue, like... He could have a discipline issue, Mark. Yeah, but he could have a discipline issue, like, for argument's sake, obviously, Bernabe has obviously... Falling into the bad books at Rogers over, you know, like to be honest, 
sleeping in and missing the train or meeting or whatever it was is like for professional footballers brain dead the meeting isn't at seven o'clock in the morning do you know what I mean they're meant so, to be as well Haksabanovich and Bernabe are the best pals or no that's so do you know are, are, they a bit, are they a bit wild for uh, Rodgers outside outside of it do you know what I mean does he think these guys are a bit too mad for me like they're supposedly really close so that's what they're meant to be like pals do you know what I mean they too so if you don't notice when Bernabe scored that goal Against the the Japanese mob, it was it was hacks of management ran up to him like, oh, do you know what I mean? You can yeah. remember, you can, you can see that when you see when you say that, Bobby, but you can probably and if you look at the two of them, they look. You think they're headbangers? Aye, they look like a couple of daft young boys. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? <laughs> aye, yeah, I know. Aye, aye, the daft haircuts and all the tattoos aye, and stuff like that. And, aye, maybe and then you'll see David Tomble then coming in with his hair cut and you're going, Jesus Christ. Humble's <laughs> isn't much better than Bernabe's, is it? But I don't, I don't, I don't like know what you call them. I call them Peaky Blinder haircuts. <laughs> Used to be called mullets. I don't know if they still call them then, but... They're kind of the two guys. Paul's not the one of them. They're kind of the two guys when there's a meeting. Okay, lads, who jumped in the car last night? And everyone just turns and looks at the two boys because you can bring yeah, yeah. You're a prime congress and they probably do stand up. Hey, who shot in Callum's kettle last night? Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. They giggling at each other and that. <laughs> Didn't, uh, what's his name? Uh, was it Gus Poyer? Did that, was this? He, he shot in the, the, the waiting dressing room. Didn't he left it there? Was that Gus Poyer, was it? I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Gus Poy when he was down in uh I think he was Sunderland. When he was at Sunderland, they were in League One. I don't know who they were playing and they lost and he did a shit in the way that he left it there in the middle of the dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um we were speaking to him there while Jan Terrence uh, Hlum. I think he I think he's gonna be a great player for Celtic in, in, in time. I, th- I think he's a, I think he's a good player now, Paul. I think he's a good player now. I mean, any of the games, I said it the other day, I was talking with Mark in it. He's, he looks very, very composed in the ball. He always looks like he's time. Like, he's, he's normally, every time he gets the ball, his first touch and movement is always away into space. He looks very, very comfortable on the ball. And for me, when you see him on the pitch, I think it's, it must be good comfort for McGregor. McGregor feels that he can go a little bit further forward because he just sits there and he just marshals Marshall's in front of the in, in front of the centre backs. So I I think he looks a really really assured player. A lot better. He looks more mature than twenty. A lot more mature than twenty. And he, I'd have no problem. I'd rather him start than Turnbull on today's performance. But it's like again, I said to Mark there recently. Turnbull's either an eight out of ten or a two out of ten, and he was a two mm-hmm. out of ten today. And that's the problem. You can't you can't bank you can't bank in it. Do you think is I think if you were to, if you were to play Turnbull every home game, like say for talking sake. Home to Ross County, home to Dundee, home to St Mirren, home to the kind of more lower bottom six teams. He's probably going to score every Rangers. week at home. At home. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> he'll, probably, he'll probably score most weeks at home, if you get what I mean. But when it needs to get a bit kind of nitty gritty, Easter Road, Tight Castle, it's Audrey. He's, he's not in the fight at all. I'm not getting into yeah, I agree. No, Jim, but hold on, the new. By the way, there. See this. There, even in James, I don't know if I said already. That's a new name. And thanks very much for joining us, James. See that? They said about Ian McCall shot his time in Stainwood. Sure, right? I don't know about that, right? But see that Ian McCall. 
it was either did he play with Motherwell? I'm not too sure off the top of my head, or he was in a trial at Motherwell, right? I used to work with a guy, and he scored the winning goal for Motherwell against Rangers at Ibrox, Junior Burns, and he was Gary McAllister's best pal when they were at Motherwell, he's like YTSs and stuff like that, and he, Junior told me a story that that Ian McCall, and I, I think it was Jock Wallace at the time, was Motherwell manager, and tell him to learn how to trap the ball with his head. But it just means like, like let the ball hit your head and drop at your feet. He was running about the training ground and throwing the bottom there and trying to catch in the top of his to cut so it would stay there. For about an hour and a half, Gary McAllister and this boy Junior sat and watched him. He was a, a YTSer at the time as well and he was just throwing it up in the air and Jock Wilson mean just kill the ball with your head and bring it down. He was trying to catch it to balance his head running about the training ground that Motherwell <laughs> used at the time. Absolute I idea, would've... man. <laughs> I would have put fucking rocks in it. That's what I would have in game to chore up. Mm-hmm. You'd have just, they'd have just stuck to your bun, Paul. What, what, what is that? What is that? Just land and just stay there. No bugs. <laughs> you know? What, Bobby? Um, what, he, what he's actually meaning is think about it before you do it. No, you know I mean? just if the boss coming in, Bob, just like, it's like you trap it with your chest. You uh, uh, to learn how to bring the ball down, but you see that he's trying to catch it. Jesus. Hacks, I must be rubbish in training. Steve, a new name again. Stephen, thanks very much again, Stephen, for coming in. Must be rubbish in training, but surely you can see the same with Taylor. We need a quality left back. Taylor, see if they, they bring in a left back, but one of the two's got to leave, for whether it's in loan or whatever. Mm-hmm. And as all these guys, the so called in the nose and that, that's Stephen McGowan, that they have said that Rogers wants. A goalkeeper, a left back, and a left winger. Right. Well, I do think it's time, uh, and, and I think Joe Hart was very, very lucky today that that was offside because he was sent off when he came outside the box. It was like the same thing against Ross County. He tried to chest this, and at this time he looked like he tried to chest it outside his box, and he was nowhere near it. He took down the player. That's a, he, it. Was an automatic red card only for that right. was offside today, and I think he was a very lucky boy today, and. I do think it's time said they definitely need to sign a keeper because I don't know. In in some ways, Hart looked impressive coming out, passing that ball today, coming out more in the area, getting down the floor thing. But there's there's one or two mistakes in Joe Hart the game, and and, and against quality opposition, he will get punished with. That, um, that was Joe Hart. That was Joe Hart at his best today, and that's saying something. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? That, that that you're not going to get a better performance than that from Joe Hart. And that, and I, I wouldn't say that that was the day. What I liked was when the ball was when you were a wee bit under pressure and one of the defenders put it back to me. We just lumped it, and that was didn't have a problem with that today. Because when he starts trying to mess about with the ball at his feet, he's oh man, scary, scary. Jack Rogers has dealt him that just that's playing. He brought him over during the game. You well, see that he brought him over. He pulled him over during the game, and you could see him talking to him. And then, like this was, Hart was near the halfway line. Well, he wasn't mm-hmm. far away from the halfway line, and he pulled he pulled him over. And you could basically, and he seemed to basically say that, you know what I mean? I don't have an issue with you giving it to him for, but because they said after the match, Mark, that Aberdeen hadn't watered the pitch on purpose. And the grass was longer. No, yeah, they said they didn't. They didn't water the pitch because they didn't want it to be slick for passing. So whether whether they tried it at the start and they realised, you know, it's, as they deem it, it's a, the ball isn't isn't going as slick as possible. Do you know what? If the ball comes, she'll just clear it. Or, and, or, or he said to him, "Don't pass it to Tonville. He's shit today." 
Yeah. Well, there, was, there, was, there was a few more than him now, Paul, to be fair. As I said, I, I like I like Greg Taylor. and But he, he had, to Greg Taylor had a shocker today. Greg Taylor had a shocker today. For him, well, and he's, he's, he's normally quite steady, Mike. Cal McGregor wasn't much better than Tunbull. No, no the two of them were very poor. Do you know what? And I, and I was thinking of it today, and it looked like the last two games, and and, I, and I've been noticing now for a while, has McGregor lost a bit of pace, a bit of edge to him? I mean, has all these games he's been playing finally caught up with him? I know he's still young and can't write off Cal McGregor, but I don't know, he, he seems to be missing something at the moment, don't he? Yeah, lost the yard, you know? But it's no coincidence though, Bobby, that when a tatty comes on or when that Holm fella comes on, that McGregor looks a lot better. So is that is it a... Is I think it's a formation thing myself. I don't think you can play with Turnbull. For me, Turnbull, McGregor and O'Reilly. Like, what would them are, which one of them are box-to-box midfielders? I'm saying that you can see that the best positions are all number the 10. same. The three of them yeah. are all attacking midfielders. Do you know what I mean? You know, Hitati's completely different. When Hitati's touch and go and move and bang, like it's like Paul said a while ago. Turnbull is more a case of two or three or four touches, and whereas Hitati's literally the ball comes to him and he's normally either one or two touches at most, and he's passing, it's around the corner, and it's mm-hmm. and, and you huge difference. Aye. You know, I, I, see for I just don't. I just see honestly, if he probably Scott Brown left, I don't think, I don't think any Celtic manager's fair then know what McGregor's but, best position is or where he fit him into a team. I think, Mark, he's not uh, no a CDM. We can't play no. him as a CDM for playing him as a I CDM. Think, Mark, and that McGregor, he's a, McGregor he's a needs a to be the centre midfield, right? did take in Celtic's play, but he needs some ninder to do that defending for him. And Aye. that's where I'd like to see Hlum. If if Rogers yeah. is going to play his his two kind of midfielders, and maybe he will when he gets his players in, Mark, because Rogers doesn't know his formation or tact or his starting living. Yes. No, I'd, that's agree, what we, I'd agree with that, Paul. You know, maybe that's what we see, Mark. I'd like to see Hlum as the, the defensive midfielder because I think he has that bit of bite to him. That, that, that he's not afraid to play a tackle there into in that midfield. You know? he, he reads the game good as well, Paul. He reads yeah. the game good. He reads the game very good. To be fair to him, I mean, I, th- I, I mean, I said to Bobby, I thought Aberdeen done well the day against us. He didn't, he didn't quite agree, but at least he didn't come and park the bus. Do you know what I he mean? Didn't they, I, no, I, I, listen, I think they done as well as any other team should do against us, purely because. They weren't peppering Joe Hart. Joe Hart didn't have all these different saves. And and then you look at the second half, that when I showed you the stats, the second half, they didn't even have one shot. Do you know what no, I mean? No, you only had two shots and goal on target the whole day. So, I mean, it's scary enough. and It's in your head when it gets to 2-1 and they had a wee bit of spell of possession where you think, oh, no, we could draw here. But that's all in your head. I think, all in all, the second half, we, it, was, it was pretty utter domination the second half, but it has been too good as well. Yeah, but then was that total domination, Bobby, when Hatasa came on because as what Terrence was saying there, yep. 
Letarte was just getting the ball and he was moving it forward. Like there was no passing it back. There was no one, two touches in midfield. Do you know what I mean? Just moving the ball. Hatati's like your Hatati for me is like your like your Petrov type player, box to box. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've no got we've no got the if you're looking on lights of that team, there was Lennon, who was your he was your sitter, moved the ball on. There was Petrov, he was the box to box, and then for talking sake, there was Lambert, who was just a standard central midfield player. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So there's diff, there's see there's your CDM every day of the week. Somebody just sits and in the midfield and somebody's up and down. We don't have that mix. Do you know what I mean? Uh, we've got too many players that are, that are sim- kind of similar styles mm-hmm. and skill sets and stuff like that. Maybe that would be home, McGregor and Hitati. But is Hitati going to be here? Home could sit. McGregor could just stay central and then you could have Hitati going up and down. Maybe they three would be good. But will we say these three together? That's She doesn't know. Yeah, but O'Reilly, to be fair, has been brilliant in the two games. Oh, he's been absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. He's, been, he's been super. But the one, but the one thing Celtic surely have to realise from today, and when you were saying about Aberdeen as well, clearly the teams that are playing Celtic have just said, right, we're just going to press them as high as we can because Ross County did the exact same thing yep. as Aberdeen. They they just they, they just pushed as far up as they could, and it's basically try play through us, so to speak. And like like again the. There were certainly stages in the in the start of the game there today where Aberdeen were not on top, but you know they were a lot better than Aberdeen of of the of, of old, where they would sit back like a couple of years ago, where they were absolutely shambolic. They didn't even have a they hardly came out of their own half. It's no coincidence Ross County have done this, Aberdeen have done it. It's gone. They've literally gone with a high press to try and because they know Celtic are going to try and play out from the back and all that. So obviously there's something maybe even Roger saw and maybe that was the reason where Roger said maybe go a little bit longer, play a few more longer passes because they were leaving three at the back Aberdeen to three Celtic attackers. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, James Clydesdale is saying there to think we could cut a deal uh, for Doug for Scales or maybe Cobra. I've been very impressed with him anytime I saw him. Yeah, you know, I, really we were talking he, t- he he really takes the game to the opposition, don't he? He's not afraid to run with the ball or have a shot. I'd be any time I've seen him, no, I've actually and, and I I actually could see Rogers today looking at him being being imp- impressed with him. You know, he's a good Very size. Impressed with him. He's a quite he's mm-hmm. quite muscular as well. He's quite strong as well, which is good. You know I mean, he gets, mm-hmm. he gets mucked in there as well, and I think he's one that would would work out at Celtic as well. I I would I would probably take him. Aberdeen are meant to want eight million pounds for him. I know they'll probably not get that, but they're quite. I mean, they're entitled to ask for it, but they might get five or six. I mean, why no? They'd be looking at scales and probably still four million at least. Then, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? But I don't know. Ah, scales in two million surely. Mm, I bet scales in there. I mean, what's he worth though, Mark? Really? I mean, he's worth a million, two million, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Aye, but aye, to us, but what's he worth to Aberdeen? Aye, no, I get that, but... Do you know what I mean? If, if like... You would have, tell you something, if you could give them scales in two million, what a deal that would be. Mm-hmm. What a deal that would be, but... Where would he play? He can play anywhere. That's the good thing with him. I, I know he likes... I think he has okay. more striker and a two, which the, I mean, Nat Miovsky done the day. But he's played left, he's played right, I was, he's played... I was going to say, see, the day he kind of kept me in the mind of Samaras. Aye, yeah, he, kept, aye, he, kept, aye. he kept drifting out to the left hand side. But he's played right wing as well. He's, he's, he's a kind of he's he's a, he'd be a very handy signing purely because 
You can put him in the right wing, you can put him in the left wing, you can put him behind, you can play him up top. Uh, surely we're going to be spending some of Yasha's money uh, uh, replacing. I still expect Celtic to bring in four players at the, the end of the transfer. I think we're going to bring in four players. Rogers says that. This is the yeah, day. Goalkeeper, the centre back, a winger, and, and and maybe a striker. Maybe I'm not too sure about a striker, but definitely, definitely a winger, centre back, and 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 a goalkeeper. They have to bring in a striker, Paul. They have to bring in a striker because if if was injured and like like Bobby was saying there, like they're given they're given an estimation on whatever it is six weeks or something like that. I don't know. Is that six weeks for the injury to recover or six weeks? For him to be back to match fitness, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, because because if it's a six week injury, then it's an eight week layoff because it's going to be another mm-hmm. week or two before he gets fit. But it, but if if Kyogre gets fit injured, then you're down to either deciding it's a bad through the middle or my through the middle. Mm-hmm. Because if Kyogre goes down on that shoulder again, do you mean that's what kind of keeps Kyogre? Is that it probably, uh, shoulder injury? It, it probably will. That's the issue. Like, yeah. Ange, had, Ange told them last. Supposedly, Ange told Kyogo last year that it would probably be beneficial to go under the knife and get it mended. But he also says that's a player's decision. Kyogo said he didn't want to go down that route. And Rogers spoke about the same thing when we were in Japan. He says it's something we'll need to manage, but it might be something that he needs to get mended properly long term. He should have had it done before now. But I don't. I don't... Terms, I can't see Celtic going out and spending, but multi, but two, three, four million pound on a striker just because O's been gone about for forty six weeks. If see if Rogers wants, see if Rogers' plan was to bring in a striker, it'd be unbelievable. Yeah. No, no, it'll still happen, but I don't, I, don't, I, I don't think the injury to O's got will change, will change that. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. I didn't want to bring a striker and I don't think O getting injured is going to say, oh, we need a striker. Because in six weeks when O's back in the team, that striker that we've just spent three or four more years for like, well, what's happening here? Because you know, look along the lines of what you always say, Mark, where take Maida out of the equation, right? Like, take Maida out of the equation through the middle and you've just got Kyogo and O. So what you always say, a really young one that's cutting his teeth or Aye. an older head that's willing to play when he plays. Do you that know what I mean? So, I, don't, I, I, think just, I would love I, him. To I, sign I, I, I think that's just internet rumours and stuff. I don't oh, think man. he's doing it at all. But that's like that. I mean, what is he? 33, 34 33. Or something? 33. Like that, that would be ideal. That would be ideal. He'd, he'd score goals for oh, fun. Up here. He's a big brute and all. Do you know what I mean? He'd, he would bully the defenders up here. That's for uh, sure. But so, something like that. I'd be into that kind of thing. I. I, I, quite even, get, I, I get quite interested with links like that, but I think it's a very loose link, Mark, as you say. I don't think there's any real substance no. to that one. Do you know what I mean? Just people putting two and two together and coming up with five, do you know what I mean? And then it, it, gathers, <coughs> it gathers traction on social media, and before you know it, there's people writing articles about why it will not happen. No, no, he made a comment just, about it as well. He made a comment when, uh, when West, remember Angie's first season when West Ham came up and cuffed his 6 2. Mind the friendly, there was supposedly there was an interview previous to that game, and he was so oh that he was this is the first time I played at Celtic Park. Oh, it's a privilege, it's an honour to play up here. He says I bet it would be a really good team to play for. It'd be a great kind of club and a good stadium to play your football in. That's all it is. So they went for Aye. that. 
Do you know what I mean? Evening, camp. Say bye. Boy, nice to see you, mate. Thanks for coming in, Jerry, do you, bud. Do you think, though, maybe in, in, in terms of transfers, is, is Brendan Rodgers trying to clear out the Deadwood first before he kind of brings in brings in players? Because it is a big squad, really, that we have. I know one player uh, that could be on his way out is, is Segrist. I think his agent is trying to negotiate a deal in Australia for him to move to Australia because he's... fiance actually lives over there. Aye. You know, and that's been going on since last year, Mark. This, Aye, because uh, it was, we, we said that the other week, mm -hmm. it was weird to get game time in the pre-season games considering he's, he's basically asked Celtic to release him for his contract. Mm -hmm. Celtic should, 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 just, should just end it now and let him go, like. Aye. You know, if he's gone, he's gone, you know what I mean? What's the, what's the point in dragging it on, like, you know what I mean? He 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 wants to go, he understandably wants to go, his missus on the other side of it. I don't know why they're why they're all waiting around for all the rest of it. Get, get another keeper in that they need and just say to you, man, look, take care, enjoy the flight, like, and all the best, like. Mm -hmm. Any other players do you think that might be out the door, Mark, or any, any, any of you lads? Or do you think... Did I hear yes, he's kind of digging his heels, that he doesn't I want to be, to see out. I meant to be Celtic offered them a kind of payoff and he's rejected it. Which... Yeah, and he's not even at the club at the moment, Mark. No. He's not even... You know, he's surplus of, of requirements. He's been told that, like he has, he's just refusing to kind of go. I know, kind of, Basil kind of been hinting again, but I think they're just all kind of paper talk as well. Like there's nothing concrete of any team kind of coming in for him. You know, it's you know? because wages probably he's probably on so much. He's probably going well. Mm -hmm. You gave me, you gave me the contract. I'm gonna, I'm gonna see it out and get my, my full whack. Because apparently some of the figures, I don't know how true they were. Todd's coming said he was on like 30, 33,000 or something like that. I don't know whether that, that could be complete nonsense now as well. Like, it must be on coach. You, you know, I don't know. He's, because obviously this, when he when they signed him, what was it, five and a half million or something, Lennon went after him, the whole lot. So maybe they gave him, Lennon promised him the moon and the stars to come here. And maybe he did get the big contract and maybe he's gone, well, I'm not going anywhere because if he's Basel or someone like that, I don't know what the way the Swedish league is financially or whatever the money is over there, but then it might only be for argument's sake ten or fifteen thousand for argument's sake, and he's going well. I've no intention to leave, and I'm going to see up my see out my contract till the end of the year, and uh, and he head for the hills and get a new uh, sign on fee with someone else when my contract's finished. And I'm a free agent. That mm -hmm. seems to be what he seems to be what he's he's going down the road of. But that Brian seen as well, Soro. Do you know what I mean? I heard something about Soro, a Yeti, James McCarthy. Yeah, but I heard I something about Soro, Mark, right? That he was trying to get a deal to. You can throw Torres in there, But there were so many legalities with his agent over in Turkey beforehand, and that that deal wouldn't go through. Supposedly that there's a, there's kind of a ban on his agent dealing with any club in Turkey. All right. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, there was uh, two clubs. I saw that as well, Paul. There was two clubs who were, were vying from him, but I saw that. There was some legal thing going on there. I saw that as well. Yeah, some dude his agent and, and deal with in Turkey. That's what happened with Rangers. We're training that. Him for the American, the, Ecuador, the boy for Ecuador, for the MLS. I can't... Is it, 
Fuentes. Ah, is that how you pronounce it, Bobby? We were Rangers like him, man. We were like yeah, he was a, he, he's a good player, by the way. Even Mikey, Mikey said to me that he was a good player and that he's probably the best player they've signed this summer. But Rangers right. were talked Rangers were talked to an agent for a, for months, and then all of a sudden it came out that the agent wasn't authorised with UEFA and FIFA to do these kind of mm-hmm. these kind of mm-hmm. deals, and that knocked that that's how he that's how he it took so long for him to come across. Rangers were or were negotiating with an agent and they right to be negotiating the deal. Wasn't that the same with um, with Tevez going to West Ham and Marciano going to Liverpool as well, Mark? Wasn't it some third party owned them? Aye, third party ownership. Were, that was yeah, a problem, yeah. kind of thing. Aye, but we were linked to that to Fuentes about a year aye, and a half I remember seeing his name and I thought, oh, he looks a good one. And no doubt about it, he could be he could work out quite well for them. By the way, aye. That's Definitely. and Mikey said to me he's he's the best signing that they've made so far this summer. Do you know what ah, I mean? He, has, he, has, he seems he could be he could be a dodgy one. Ah, he has a good signing. Bollocks! He'll have fucking Cherry the Cantle trying to cross the ball to him. We be grand, <laughs> don't worry about that. But when he's playing oh. against you, you don't like him. Nah, he's <laughs> he's not all that bad a player. I know them, but maybe it's a controversial. Thing. He isn't a bad player. No, he's, he's not. He's all other crap, man. Being a Celtic fan, he's the hate figure now. He's, he's brought he's brought it on himself. Aye. But he's, he's happy enough to do it. He's Aye, the one but, but that he's shows you that shows how thick he is. Yeah, but that's how they love that then, like you know what I mean? You know? Do you know what I mean? If you're see if you kinda understand how to it's not as if he's going down to some like he's going down to some team in England and a wee dig it, a wee dig on social media, which is laughed off and kind of stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Up here's a different kettle of fish altogether. And in a couple, of, see if he's thinking if he's here as long, seen a couple of years, he'll be uh, he'll cut right down and all that stuff because uh, there's there's arseholes in both both sides. Do you know what I mean? I, I'll admit that there's arseholes in the Celtic support that will take things too far with him. Do you know what I mean? And he'll boot with, I don't know if he's got a wife or kids, or, but he'll boot with somebody. And see the thing about it, but someday Rangers it should take him to the side and say, here, screw the up with all this kind of stuff. This could come, come back and bite you in the bum big time up here, all this kind of social media, think you're the big man and stuff like he's that. He's the one where like we used to be Celtic fans hate it, Barry Ferguson, Rangers fans hate it, Lennon, Celtic fans hate Morelos. He's put yourself in that position now, do you know what I mean? He's, he's the, like the way Scott Brown would have been with Celtic, we would have loved him, they would have hated him. Scott Brown with Rangers fans, I he, yeah. he's just a yeah, but Scott Brown doesn't put 56 in his shorts, I, does he? Aye. You know I, I, mean? I, I, I'd compare him to a Joe, a Joey Barton. Yeah. Rather than somebody like Scott Brown or anybody like that. No. He's come up here and he's just acted. And to a certain extent, I think he's kind of looking down his nose at the Scottish game in general. I'm really comparing it back. I was only comparing it to the I not obviously the individuals, but the in the sense the hate the hate figure from both sides. The way Scott Brown would be disliked aye, so much aye, by him and loved by Celtic, it would be they'd love him and Celtic. He he's kind of he's kind of enemy number one. You know what I mean? Moran is gone and he's taken over that mantle. He needs to win something first before he can back the big ball up. All, like all the players but could back on the park. Mm. Even the set of Morelis was a bit, he was poor against Celtic, but all his other goals for Rangers were important goals for them and stuff like that. I mean, but that we can't well just rocked up here with his wee 
dodgy dyed hair and stuff he, like that. He's just what I've seen about Haksabanovich. That kind yeah. of thing, um, it's all the showy stuff, and you know, all look at me. And I, I'm just surprised Chris Sutton hasn't had a word with him because obviously, from from obviously Sutton's time at Norwich, he knows all the, the players and all the bits and pieces, and he, he had spo- he had spoken about him. I'm surprised even Sutton hasn't gone, pulled him aside and said, I'd dial it down a tone if I were you, pal, because this could oh, this could Sutton, this Sutton could be eggs in your egg in your face. Sutton is tearing into shreds on Twitter. Yeah, that's what he is, you know. Jesus Christ, like, but just look at every every all these other superstars Celtic same players and they come in and they show up. I mean, a Celtic Celtic a Celtic can sign a player like like a big Polish defender. He could have come in another week and that and done a I came out here, bro. The league title, that's a red in the bag. Do you know what I mean? It'd been a pure arrogant sod about it. Celtic, Celtic signings and players don't come in and act like that. I mean, I've mm-hmm. just said it a hundred times. Social media gives a bit of my head and how you attract attention and try to get likes and all oh, look at me. But you can understand why football players and that use it. But guys, look, for me, if I was a Celtic player doing what Cantwell's doing, I would be, I would be going nuts about it than now. Do you know what I mean? It's, look, I'm saying about Haksabanovich, he's running about there with a the diet here and they all oh, look at me, I'm this and I'm that, and he's done hee-haw in the park. And that yeah. can't well really, for me, that can't well just, just the same as you said, Bobby, until they win something or challenge for something or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? Win something exactly as we're saying. Like we're saying Barry Ferguson won everything. Neil Lennon won everything. Scott Brown won everything. Okay, Morelos didn't he? But he did do very well for them in Europe. Uh, but Cantwell, well, he scored a goal against Celtic and they beat, they beat his but, last did, game. But Morelos no won everything with them anyway. But they know. And a different maybe team. Maybe with no. Oh, he wouldn't have won the league cup. He wouldn't have won the league cup, wouldn't he? No. No, what I mean is, he won the, I, but he won the Scott. He did win the league with them. Fair dues, oh, it was a COVID one okay, in that. But no, but I know what you're saying. But at least Morelis. Aye, do it two or three years in a row. Aye, aye, aye. Don't come in and act the big man because you Scottish for a Tuesday. You keep saying Joey Barton. Yeah, that was the ultimate one. Aaron Ramsey, guys like that. that yeah, oh, no. think it's all going to be a doddle. And Celtics had them other years as well. I'm not disputing that. But they go get chewed up and spat out as well. People who thought they were coming up here for an, an easy ride. And well, Carl, he'll learn he's just a stupid arse. The news. He'll wind his neck in. Between him now and, and Bead saying that Kilmarnock was his first game in charge. I was looking when I heard that. Did you hear that? <laughs> no. His own team. I seen that. Yes. Kilmarnock was his first game in charge with his, new t- with his team, Mark. With his team because last season it wasn't his team. Aye. <laughs> His first game in charge was last week with his team. So, oh. yeah. he's, a, he's an idiot. But that's just some—that's just someone making an excuse for for, to, for himself. Like, like at the end of last season, it was Beal is after closing closing the gap because they didn't. They, when he came in, they were twelve or was twelve points behind or nine points behind, and he only finished however many points behind and blah blah. All this nonsense. They're All really these teams mean like, they're winning games that are they're winning games that are. That, are, that make no difference. It's like, as I said, that Marcus said there about your man Cantwell. That was a, with the greatest respects, it was a derby, but it was a meaningless game. The, the, when, the league was won. You know what I mean? When Beal came in, when Beal came in, they were actually nine points behind and it went to yeah. 13 points. It went to 13 points to us. It went up. Oh, that's what I'm saying. But then, 
the, when it went down was when we started dropping points in like the, the last few weeks of the season, and it finished at seven. So they they deluded fans, think, oh well, we cut the gap down. When he first, that's what they were saying. It went from nine up to thirteen. So they put, oh, they no, great, but that's what they, they, they were saying, Bobby. Wait right. till get the way till they get pumped by us, and then they get pumped by PS, PSV. You know what I mean? And then the, I that's don't even think I, I'm not sure. That's all my do a job, yeah, Paul. PSV. That crowd are playing my do a job, yes. It's only 2 1, like. Yeah, it's only 2 1, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they might even get the PSV. You know what I mean? I, you know? I don't know if it, I think it was Mikey. Was it Mikey or your turns that said to me on the phone the other day that they've no won a, they've no lost a home game for some like two and a half years or something like that? Yeah, and they were missing a lot of their first team. That would be definitely Michael anyway, Paul. Uh, or Mark, it wouldn't <laughs> be me. Somebody, somebody did tell me that the other day. I Paul, you said I know they were missing eight players or something. Yeah, they spent yeah. spent what the last half hour and we didn't eat ten men. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the next saying, last, day, last April was the last lost a game at him. So that's no Jeez. that's no kind of certainty that they'll get through against them. Is they could quite come to be Celtics board or Glint like bear, bear in mind that in the league they'll be playing against Gent Genk. There are a lot of decent teams in that league. Do you know what I mean? There's some decent teams in that league. It's not like... I mean, that's... More than a few half-decent teams in that. You know what I, I mean? See, I see, Bobby, I see all the time, right? There's these leagues in Europe, but even us as, as Celtic fans, to a certain extent, we probably look down our nose at. But see when you... See, like, Switzerland, Austria, Belgium, these kind of... Even get, we look down our nose at... Apart from Celtic and maybe Rangers, the the, the the overall standard of their leagues are a lot higher than ours. Even that's even the, like the Norwegian leagues and the Swedish league in that for me, I would say. Mackay was over in Rack. Mackay was over in Poland. Poland there you go as well, Paul. Polish right. league. And I tell you this now, Mark, right? When we were going to the traveling through all the different cities, you know, and go go to the to, to the beach and stuff like that for the week, where there was. Amateur pitches, right, for under 15s and under 16s, right, with little stadiums under 15s and 16s. Now, this is like with little stadiums, would hold about 200 people for the local community to watch the youths come in. And the pitches were better than the pitches up in Scotland and Ireland. And that's under 15s and under right. 16s. You wouldn't even the, the grass in the mark was just unbelievable, you know. And they're like people, like, like that's what we do. We we look down in these clubs, but we don't know nothing about these clubs and how far they progressed in in football. You know what I mean? You know. I mean, you you look back at the teams that even well, we've went out to in Europe. They they've went out to these kind of qualifying the qualifiers in Europe. The teams like Hibs and Hearts and Aberdeen and Dundee and eighty other years have went out to, and we laugh at them. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Scottish Scottish football fans in general, I mean, a fair do. It's half its kind of quote unquote banter just that your team's been beat with a, been beat with a team for a, a diddy league. But as I said, Paul, apart from Celtic and Rangers, the majority of these teams are better ran. In fact, even just for, if you're talking about how they're ran, you can even take Rangers out of that equation. Apart from Celtic, the majority of these teams in all these so called we diddy leagues are. The quality of everything they're set up is a, a million times better than we've got in Scotland. The quality of the league is probably look, better than we've got look, in Scotland. Look, look at Boba Glibbert that knocked us out there. They're, they're, they're constantly promoting their youth into the first team. Look they're at the pitch part. You leave Celtic Terrence, do you know what I mean? Leave look, Celtic. At the, 
Look at Bodo Glynn's pitch. You'd swear it was grass. You'd swear it was a grass pitch that night when they showed it on the telly. You'd t- if, if, if you didn't realise there was 10 foot of snow pushed off the pitch all around it, you'd assume it was grass. And then mm-hmm. you watch that and then you turn on the match against Livingston or against Kilmarnock and there's a carpet company just after laying it down. Mm-hmm. You know, you know their, their, their pitches are... You look at Kilmarnock and Livingston, their pitches are shocking. And then you look at Bodo Glimps and their pitches their pitches immaculate like Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Kilmarnock and Livingston are two pitches were atrocious, like the ball could go anywhere. And you looked at that night against that Bodo Bodo Glint crowd, and you would genuinely think that the, the pitch was grass. It was immaculate like and it was obviously Astroturf because of where they're from with the weather and everything else. But it didn't it didn't look like it. It didn't look like an all weather pitch like. You know, there's there's a huge difference, but again, it comes from a level of ignorance and snobbery and all the rest of it to think that, ah, oh, they sure they couldn't, they mightn't be great, they mightn't have this, they mightn't have that. They clearly are a very, very well-run club in a small community in a small, probably small enough budget, and bringing players through and selling players on and being very, very successful at it. So but, you know, as, as you're saying, but, but, but Oglund would probably come third, third. And maybe a push second in the Scottish League terms. Mm-hmm. Oh, when they played that night, they'd come first. No, aye, but just in general kind of thing, just even the way the clubs are the, the clubs are set up, the way they're run, the youth systems they've got, the training facilities they've got and everything. And as I said there, apart from Celtic really, and maybe put Rangers into that bracket, the rest of these we did the leagues and these clubs, would, they, they, they'd embarrass the rest of Scottish football. Do you know what I yeah. mean? You look at the kind of, I mean, the living, what was it? The Livingston manager was going on out in the press a few weeks back. Oh, we've, we've only sold 300 and something season tickets or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't be allowed in your, you shouldn't be allowed in your top division if you're only selling that amount of season tickets. I know that's uh, scandalous. Cutting eye, but it's scandalous. Well, Bobby's bolted. Yeah, way, Bobby, are you coming back on, bud? Yeah. But uh, it like, I mean, I'm not meaning it's got to be a kind of closed shop, but surely there's a criteria that you you've got to meet certain standards to be allowed into top divisions. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 that's appalling. Like if there's 300 season ticket holders or season tickets with the greatest respect to Livingston, that's that's appalling. Like and and like you know, I mean, it only it only more compounds things when you see stuff like that. Why the Scottish football? They're the Scottish League gets such a hammering. A top flight team with 300 season ticket holders. Mm-hmm. There's too much pressure. Oh, on sorry, sorry, league. Paul. Sorry. Yeah. David Martin, 4th of May 2023. David Martindale was revealed that Livingston have sold less than 100 season tickets for next season, and that will affect his recruitment. Fair news, that's at May. That's at the beginning of May. They maybe have sold more than that, new terms, but they've no sold any kind of significant numbers on it. Do you know what I mean? That's the reason I suppose they give three sides of the ground to Celtic and Rangers. Do you know that's probably the reason why they're that's their mm-hmm. their payday twice a, twice a year, like or you know the four the, the two home games when they play them. But you Mindly. know what? For, for just Aberdeen fans, there right, they fleet the stadium. You know, but for, for I know issues with that mark if they cut back. So but they they, didn't they? Team, team. No, they didn't. They, they kept it the same. But that's uh, what I'm saying. If, these teams are cutting back Celtic and Rangers allocations in these games and they're not filling the stadium then. No. Do you know what I mean? 
another scandal. That's just another <laughs> stupid bit of Scottish football, Paul. I've said it for long enough. See, see like if you're a, 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 like a, one of the smaller clubs, like St. Johnson, something like that, you've got enough season tickets, you sell your season tickets, and you tell your season ticket holders, look, see when Celtic's here and Rangers here, these are all getting moved to where these are. Or into the main stand. Or into the main stand. These will get free pies, you'll get free programmes, the Wayne's will get pictures of their hero players or whatever. Do you know what I mean? But the rest of the ground's getting sell to the Celtic or Rangers fans. Mm-hmm. And then the guys, I mean, no ne- ne- Celtic fan got to care getting a picture took a Kilmarnock fan or something like that. But these young players, or these young boys and that be like, oh daddy, come on, come on, we can go and get pictures took, we'll meet so and so, we'll do this. And mm-hmm. do things like that. And so it's give, give the fans that are you're asking to to move seats, give them an, an incentive. Incentive, yeah. Aye, aye. Mm-hmm. But you see, Paul, it's it's really Paul. I was just going to say, sorry, Paul. The, the, the problem is, obviously, we all know where this stemmed from. Mm-hmm. All right? It's, it stemmed from, and it's basically snowballed. And I was talking to Mark about this. How the SPL or the F- SFA or Sky Sports or the powers to be haven't got involved in this, I don't know. Because for argument's sake, with Celtic and Rangers with this nonsense of the 700 tickets. Like, that's one... It's not. It's 1.1% of Celtic's ground is 700 tickets, and it's 1.4% of Rangers' capacity is 700 tickets. That is an absolute nonsense that that's happening. A nonsense. And I know a lot of people will say they don't want any Rangers fans at Parkhead and blah, blah. That's fine. I, I completely, and I've always said, I completely disagree with it because I think it makes for the atmosphere. It's. Mm-hmm. I think it's. It's brilliant when there's seven thousand or whatever it is, eight thousand Celtic fans at Ibrox, and 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 vice versa. And I think it takes away from the game myself personally. Again, that's only my own opinion. Everyone has their own, entitled to their own opinion. But I don't know how the SFA or the Scottish Peep Board or Sky Sports or the powers to be haven't got in because it's going to get very very close, Paul, to a situation where there's basically going to be no away fans at any grounds. It's in, in, at certain grounds anyway. The likes of Rangers, the likes of Hearts. And you'll see other teams coming on board because they've reduced Celtic's allocation as well to a tiny amount. And it's going to become a situation where from a health and safety point of view, it's not safe to have such a small amount of fans at an away ground. And it's becoming ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, just two posts there I just want to read out from uh, David. There, There's too much pressure on us to win the league. Uh, the, the chance playing uh, many youngsters or manager takes the gamble on youth and if it goes, if it goes tits up, yeah, he's also job, and 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 his second post is if we went use our support would mourn about the return of Biscuitin. I I, I've I, said I that totally agree to that. Yeah, I've said that for. I, yeah, but I'm on a view, Mark. With the game is won, you've two youngsters on the bench, seventy fifth minute, eighty minute. Bring these lads on, give them the first team football that they need. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm on about. You know, ah, you but know? to a certain extent as well, Paul. Can see when we're playing. Again, they disrespect these teams like St. Murren. Could be no of like, I don't, could be no starts. If he's going to be here and get promoted, won't he? It could be no Stephen Will starting. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah, they're, 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 they're on the bench need, today. They don't need uh, to. They don't need to. For more seller. But yeah. the players don't, they, they, they don't need to come on just uh, like 20 minutes because we're winning 2 nothing. Look at the opposition. Look at if we're playing at Heyman. Put start one or two of them every every game or that 
at the right time. But but David said there, I've said that not long have I said that, Paul. Celtic fans just right. don't give anybody, don't but, give young players a chance. Yeah, but then, Mark, then he, his third post is about Ben Dock. What I said to you today, Ben Dock came on for Liverpool today in, in about the 72nd minute. They took off more Salah for it, and he wasn't a bit impressed that a young fella was coming on for him. And but these these young players are going to top teams, leaving Celtic be, before they even get to the first team. You know, that's my point. I mean, so the quality is there. It's just how do we integrate them into the first team or try to get them that couple of minutes football? Do you know, you know, that's the problem. What, what I was saying, Paul, on that point, and I said it to Mark there previously, is if you have some young guys that you think, I know Summers has gone, I think, to Dunfermline, but we'll just use him as a point or that rock of that or one of these, which these other guys. I'd be saying, Paul, to them, right, you want to see how good you are, you're going to start every League Cup game. You're going to start every League Cup game for us because there's no point bringing a guy on for 10 minutes because you realistically you're not going to see any huge amount of, of a young guy in that situation. But mm-hmm. I have no problem saying you're going to start a League Cup game. You're still going to be the rest of the Celtic time team is going to be nearly all first teamers. You're going to come, you're going to play all every League Cup game we get to, even if it's from even if it's to the final, and show me how you're doing. And like Mark says, pick maybe three or four league games at home. Again, with the greatest respects to St. Mirren's or, you know, the, the lesser side, St. Johnson or something like that at home and say, and we're going to probably start, we're going to start him in this game, this game and this game. And if he has a run of eight, nine, ten games, pretty much nearly full games, you'll get a good indicator of what kind of a player he is. You're not going to get an indicator of a player for ten minutes here, ten minutes there, ten minutes here. He might not even touch the ball in the ten minutes. That's what I'd like to do for for one or two players I'm not saying wholesale changes but I'm saying a player if you have identified a player like a Ben Summers example say to him or Rocky Rookie Vada that you're going to play every League Cup game this season and, and a couple of league games and see and see what you can do and then you'll get a, you'll get an idea whether the guy can step up to the mark or not mm. but then I if it was make Mark the manager get Pentos, then for putting in these young does you mean so you kind of don't know what to beat. do like, you know what I mean? but my point to that West Terns is like do we have players I, I, this is the kind of conundrum for me do you have players that you say right you're going to get the League Cup games which what happens if you get get Rangers in there but is it the third round in my route is mm-hmm. that the young player just a way back down to playing that Lowland League are they better what we're doing with like Boss and Lil now? Are we doing Scott Brown on loan, playing week, hopefully playing in week in, week out? I think that's I mean, a great move for him. Aye, oh, well. definitely. I think that's a great yeah. move for him as well. As I said to you, Mark, there, Villa was sniffing around him and asking, uh, and everything was, was, was sniffing around him last. And there was a couple of championship clubs as well that were looking at him. You know, I, so I, he, I, he actually signed a new contract. I agree with what you're saying, Mark, but what I'm saying is, again, I'm just saying if they have one or two individuals that they think are first-team material and they're potentially going to be on their bench during the season and they are not, they don't think that they're going to be loaning them out, I don't see. I'm not saying the whole thing changes. I'm literally saying it's one, maybe two guys. So uh, you're going to say to him, you're going, if it's, again, I'm only using Ben Summers because he would have been my prime example. That I know his way. You're going to play every League Cup game, and if it is, if they do draw Rangers away in the third round, then so be it. But you said to him, you're going to play him in the League Cup game. Play him in the League Cup game. 
see how good he is. And you're still going to pencil in St. Mirren at home, maybe St. Johnson at home, I, I, maybe Livingston at home, and give him those I, games as well. Like That's what I would be saying. If, you, if you're identifying an individual that you think, like, this guy really, really could, really could give us something this season, then, then you know, yeah, put him on and see what he can do. You're not going to see, as we said before, you're not going to see for 10 minutes here and there. You're just not. But put him on in those games, the League Cup games, and put him on in four or five Start him in four or five league games. He don't. Have, he doesn't have to play the whole ninety minutes. If after fifty minutes or forty minutes he doesn't stink, you can take him off. Like you can protect the young friend. You can take him off. Do you know what I mean? It, it's he's, he's you, know, treat, you got to treat him the same as every other player on the pitch. Like Aye. just even what you're saying, but say like, not just the league cup games. Just say, look, this is you. That like, taking a young player to say, and say, look, I'll give you the league cup games that, this season, but you meet these targets. You do this, you do this, blah, blah, blah. This is the targets we're setting you. And if you're hitting these targets, I'll make sure that you play 20 games a season for Celtic this year. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Garn tells them, look, if you play, if you play day well, I'll guarantee these League Cup games. I'll guarantee you Scottish Cup games against like we lower league teams. And I'll guarantee yeah. you the odd start in the like, domestic games with certain teams. But it's up to you then to take this chance and prove to me and I'll put you up a level and give you a chance yeah. against the next level of the Scottish teams. Exactly. And with great, like yeah, and exactly. And I mean it in the sense so like like if you can't make one change, say for argument's sake at home to St. Mirren and bring on that young thing, uh, say, uh, right? I'm gonna start uh, and you and you you're worried about making that one change against home, then there's something seriously wrong. The rest the the other ten players in the, on the pitch are probably gonna be the, the first names on the team sheet most weeks. So it, the team, the team shouldn't be a drastic change. If anything, it, it should help. It should be even helping the young lad. But at least you'll see how good this young lad is with all the first teamers around him at home at sixty thousand against Saint Mirren, or if it's away in the League Cup game to Kilmarnock or Saint Johnston or Hoops Hearts or whoever it is. There's no point saying you. I wouldn't play him there. But like, if we want those these guys to progress, eventually there's going to become a time where he's going to have to play there. So why not in a League Cup game with the rest of the full team or at home in, in league matches against, again, the teams I mentioned and let him see what he can do? Aye. You know, you know, that would be for me. Uh, speaking of youngsters, uh, Rocco Vata uh, is after changing agents and he's after signing up with Ange's agent agency. Uh, that's a bit concerning, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think he'll be here. No, no, he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, you know, and I think that's why he's not in the round the first team anymore as well. I think. Well, you know, he's been offered a new contract. Paul, it's either he signs it or he'll no be here. That's basically the situation. His contract's mm-hmm. been sitting there for months. Mm-hmm. And another, it's like it's like we've we uh, Islam Farouz and we we Karamoka Dembele in that Paul just absolutely. Bad advice for people that should mm-hmm. know better, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, I agree totally with you. I agree totally with you. Um, back to our old transfers because we, we had a rant there about everything there. Where's the key positions you like to see sorted be before the, the transfer deadline closes? Darren, yourself? Uh, I, I said it before as well to Mark when you were away, Paul. For me, I think keeper, centre back, depending on how many, maybe possibly two. Definitely one. Um, I still think they need a centre forward. I can understand. I said it even when they had it, when O was fit, and possibly a, a, f- a left full because of the fact that for me, um, 
I, I, I think I think Rogers has an, an issue with, with Burnaby. I really do. I think he's rubbing him up the wrong way, to be honest, along with obviously Hacks of Anovich, as was mentioned. So I'd say it's for he could be for the he could be for the off for certain. He could be subpoenas to requirements, but I would definitely think those those positions for me, Paul. Mm-hmm. Mark yourself. Our goalkeepers are certainty. Uh, the centre back. What is this? The thing? What's the deal with love? The leverage. The the goalkeeper is that well, getting, getting the run. water? Or are, they, are they still waiting no. for the Champions League team to see where they are? Uh, well, some people are saying that he said to who is it? Is Dynamo Zagreb into yeah. yeah. He said to them that was sort of the kind of Champions League qualifying stuff, and well, that went a bit potty the other night with that uh, key fan. Eight, yeah, eight, yeah. Eight murdered, man. Man. I'm so totally sad that man. I mean, you know, right, we've spoke about stuff like that before. There's football rivalry in that, but that's too bad. I know what I mean. You don't get about killing people at football. But, uh, a goalkeeper, centre back, and I, I think it'll be, I still think it'll be two of them brought in. There'll be a few, I still mm. think about a bit. I got out in that the defence department, and I don't know. I'd, I'd, I mean, all these, all these kind of and know guys are saying we're looking for a left winger, we're looking, but I'd, I'd rather maybe go for like what I keep saying about like, a, like an older striker mm-hmm. just for strength and numbers. I mean, it's like, yo, do we, do we need to replace you as such? Not really. Well, who'd you have there, Mark? If me that gets injured, you just have me either, really, don't you? Well, you mean Yang, Yang, Yang came on today? You mean that, that young that guy Yang? Yang was, he, was, he, was he was cracking today, like. Yeah, but did he not come on for a badder? Can he play the ball rings? Like, uh, but, aye, that's the thing. I missed Paul. That's missed these kind of the kind of modern wingers can switch from side to side. Well, he's going to go outside. He just cuts inside. Reading, do you know what I was reading about uh, Japanese football? Do you know when they go to these colleges of football? All right. You're trained in four different positions to play in four different positions because if an injury comes to the team, they don't have to go and buy a player that this player can slot into that position. Oh, know, well, that's, that's, that's total football. That's the, yeah, exactly. Ajax, that's the Ajax you know, thing, the, the Dutch model, Paul. That's, yeah, that's, that's total it's, football and stuff like that. Is. It's, it's good, like, isn't this? Aye. Well... It's like I mean Tati played it right back for us. Right back, yeah. I mean, look, I mean, aye. Do you think he's in a huff today? Would you would you blame him? Paul? 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 No, I wouldn't I wouldn't blame him. I wouldn't blame Paul, but like you know, I just I I'm just I was just I don't know, I just <laughs> I just thought when he, when he went down injured, I just thought I I don't know what a Tati of old might have might have tried to keep going. I don't know. I, I, I'm suspicious whether he was fully injured. Put it that way. I'm not, yeah. con- I'm not convinced that Tati's got to be here coming to shut the window. I'm really yeah. no. I'm not convinced he was fully injured today. I'm not. If I think, Mark, if uh, it's kind of more than likely that is going to happen, Cassidy would either go to Chelsea or Liverpool, Brighton will definitely come in for Tati. I, I think so, I. I think there's something there, Mark, as well, that he went down there to watch his... Uh, the, the, what's the fella's name that Celtic were after? The oh, yeah. It's with Kite K or something, is this? Yeah. 
I yeah. don't even want to attempt to try and pronounce the name. Good buddies with him that they were in the, the, the college as well, the scholarship in Japan together. So they're actually good friends. So I, I, I understand. I don't think we are. But if he does go, Mark, then uh, we're letting a bit late, like because we do need a replacement there for Hadari. You won't be home's a replacement, Paul. Yeah, exactly. True. Maybe I mean, people, get, right, people are saying that, or, but, and the, the actual word is starting to get right on my wick. Sending projects. I don't He's think pro- projects, not a project. That, I no, that, and Yang, they're not project sides. They no. just need time to be integrated into the first team to get used I mean, to where we're that, playing. That, that boy, the young boy home, he's been playing in Norwegian, the Norwegian top league for three or four seasons. I think why he's came to Celtic, he could do the way playing that fucking Highland B League nonsense stuff. He's, he's here to claim a spot in this team. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the thing about it. We can go back two years, right? And the last, it was the last day of the window we signed, see Carter Vickers, we signed Abada. And probably at the time people are all too, oh, look at this, here we go, penny pinching, two options to buy stuff. Carter Vickers, he was a project. Yota was a project. If you go back and look back what Celtic fans in general were saying at the time. And these players, just because, just because they're no multi-million, a bad, another example, mm-hmm. just because they're no multi-million pound big name signings. Exactly. You've heard it, they they mean, exactly, Mark. I agree totally with you. I agree totally. Aye. You know, just mean that here here and he's under 20, going, he's 21, he's a project signing. He's not a project signing. I mean, you look, you look, he changed the game today when he came on. Aye. He brought that physicality to the team that was actually missing for the for the last three seasons, you know, you know. You I mean, know? for me, for me, Holmes came you in. You know here. what, though, Mark? If we sign first team starter, yeah. If Ange was still, if if Ange, if we still had Ange, and if we signed Lum, I wouldn't see him getting into that team. I think he's more of a Brendan Rodgers player rather than an Ange player. I we may have a point there because. I mean, well, Ange didn't, didn't seem to go too well. See much the physicality for of it, Mark. Aye, we never aye, wanted aye. a physicality of the team. We said we didn't need it. You know what I mean? I think people are saying, oh, this is, I think this is a Blendon Rogers even all over it, Mark. You know what I mean? You know? But it's, it's, one, it's one that was required, Paul. It's one that yeah, was a big, required. A big, a big physique, Terence, that we were saying for the last two seasons yeah. that we were missing in the centre midfield. Some but been just, so, but and someone that, that can play in a position. I th- actually thought the day I was trying to, I went to I tried to say it earlier on, but we, got, we went off track. But I actually thought the day that we kind of looked a bit lightweight again. We just uh, yeah, corner especially especially in the first especially in the first half. We just don't yeah, we're, seem to have we're that very small team. That yeah, we're very small team. You know, yeah. if, if home came in, we are a bit of skill. Well, we've won a yeah. watch with that. And we were they were out muscle in the first twenty minutes, Mark, big time. Mm-hmm. In the midfield, they were they were losing every 50-50 ball and every every challenge. Like, but again, Turnbull, McGregor, and O'Reilly, who was exceptional again today, they're all quite similar players. You know, there's you know, whereas I whereas I think you're saying about Hattati going, there's no it could very well be that Holm is his replacement, and they go right, Callum, you go up to next, you go up to next spot. He can sit, you know, he can sit in the sixth role. You go back up into the eight role. I, I'd like to see Plum in, in Callum McGregor's role. I'd like to see him there. And but that's his role. But that's his role. It's not Callum McGregor's role. He's not. He's not one of them. He's not a CDM like. Yeah, 
I'd like to see him there because you start there today when Calamat picked up that book and if he didn't take down that player, he was beaten. You know? Yeah. I just, I just think I just think he's I just think he'd be he's a very, very good he's a technically looks very, very solid. He looks a lot older than I said maturity wise than twenty. His first touch more times than not is always into space. And he, he's one of those guys when you you seem to know a good player, he seems to have loads of time in the ball. He just seems he's just he doesn't seem to be he doesn't ever seem to be rushed. He just seems to have plenty of time in the ball and he put, he always finds he always looks to he always looks to go forward with the pass directly forward and uh, you know I I, 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 I I like him. Terrence, you know he's not afraid to run with the ball either. No, no, he's too, he's but he's 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 only twenty, Paul. He's be as fit as a fiddle. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, like we always had like. There we were talking about the, the Scandinavian League there, Mark, a while ago, but Celtic always had good business in the Scandinavian Leagues. You know, we always bought good players from the Scandinavian League. And, and here's another a player now who, for me, who could, a very, very, could be a very, very important player for Celtic in the future. Not the future, going forward. You know? Hey, home. Home. Yeah. I definitely. I don't, mm. People, I don't... If, if Hattati leaves... I would be more than comfortable. Yeah, home. I really would. Oh, McGregor and O'Reilly. I think I mean, that's strong I'd... enough. Uh, a, 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 a good physique because O'Reilly's not shy to, to play an attack later. No, you know, I think that that's a good physical really, midfielder. Really, you know, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if you listened back to other podcasts, Paul, not but me and Terrence were talking about it and. Do you think O'Reilly maybe seen a wee bit of a problem with Anger? He wasn't quite yeah. comfortable with. And last week, she when he came out, right, I know you. I know we all know how you feel about Turnbull, but yeah, but I like Aye, that was that yeah. was a bit. Aye, do you know what? Do you remind me of Max something that we've been saying in the podcast for a long, long time? That Ange had his favourites in the team, and no matter how bad they played or what they did in training, thing. They always started, and that's the impression I actually got off already. What he was saying that Ange had his favorites in the team, you know, that's the his touch. O'Reilly's touch, O'Reilly's touch in the, in the, the two games that have been this season have been just there. He's been out of this world in the two games he's played. He's been sta- he's been the standout midfielder for me. He's been uh, he's been exceptional in the two games, and he scored mm-hmm. two goals. He probably I don't think he did even score, he probably scored one goal no, last season no, at the end I of it. I think I think I think we're going to see the best of O'Reilly under Blended Rogers. You yeah, know? he's been very good now, in fairness. You know, and I think in time, and that's what I said at the start of the podcast podcast, Terence, like that the overreaction by Celtic fans, like we won three one today, we didn't play well, we still won three one. We created sixteen chances, right? We ten yeah. shots on target. Saw that, on yeah. Ange, we could have 20, 30 shots on, on goal, we might only have five on target. So the progress yeah. is there. Do you get me? The progress oh, yeah, but sure. more shots on target than, than we actually have been. You know? But, but as well too, Paul, Rogers was always going to be under a bit of pressure because for argument's sake, if he's trying to stamp his way of playing and his formation of playing and the whole lot, he knows he's after coming into a side that's won, won the treble and is playing... You're inverted fullbacks and, and play in a specific way. 
for him to automatically change that straight away, people will be going, you're mad. And I think he kind of half hinted at that himself once or twice that he's kind of wary of that as well. I don't know. That, did, that, did, did that, that might come in time. That, did any of you notice that today from, from Callum Mack to Taylor? Telling Taylor to come out of the midfield and go off to the wing. And if he noticed that today in the game, a few times Callum Mack had to tell Taylor, come out of the inverted full back wall and go off to the wings. And if he noticed that today? No, I didn't know, to be honest. No, no, no. I saw, no. saw that a few times now. Callum Mack was telling Taylor, go off to the wings because when Novoski had the ball, must have concentrated me in his own fucking game, Paul. To be honest, McGregor really not tell people what to be doing. I know that, yeah, but this that, that's what I'm saying, Mark. That the player, this this is my point, like that the players are only getting used to the way playing. Aye, aye. Do you know what I mean? Novoski was, yeah. was had the ball and he was looking out to the wings to pass to Taylor, but Taylor wasn't there. Taylor was actually inside the thing. And Dyson Mahida then was up the field waiting for the pass from the, from Taylor from the wing. Do you get me? You know, so Jake, Jake Taylor's spend. maybe just struggling to get into the game. The groove reason, do you know what I mean? He's needing to think I about think stuff so, and come naturally. Like I said, like, and, and that's what I liked about Joe Hart's post comments today. He said, like, they, we, we played a unique way that was bled into us day and night and training that we're only getting used to, to what Brendan Rodgers is saying. And Brendan Rodgers is saying he's played sim similar. But there's tweaks. But these tweaks, Mark, could be very effective in the way Blendon Rogers wants to play. Do you get aye. you know? Oh aye. Mm. You know, so could it, it, it could also be detrimental, doctor, not to players. That's anything. Yeah. It could be detrimental to the players like like it could be detrimental to the player like Greg Taylor. Like they, they invert the fullback and might have suited Greg Taylor down to the T. Whereas mm. the overlapping fullback with the greatest respects to Greg Taylor, you would never see him as a Bombing down the wing ahead of the the winger and whipping the ball in, a la say Bernabe or Kieran Tierney or someone like that esque. Yeah, the yeah, way yeah. Rals Ralston's very good at doing it. In fairness, them getting ahead of a bad and all that kind of stuff. You know, whereas if 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 Taylor if the formation is now that Rogers wants him wider and getting down the wings and stuff. That, you know, he might have been. He might have been. He. We want him saying he might have been. He was very, very suited to the inverted fullback. He played it very, very well. He. He may. He may. He may struggle. And we. This was said. This was said before. We, he may struggle if he is asked to to get ahead of the the winger, especially obviously if the wingers. My Eddie, you don't even bother trying to go outside him because yeah, it's the way it's yeah, I, I, I think I left. I could struggle to get. He'll be like, screw that! Like I let him run away. I'm not getting outside him. Like, you know. Jesus Christ, like, you know, you know, but, uh, move, move, sorry, then just, uh, I stopped, I topped up my cigarette there, though, I charged my mouth, you know, uh, moving on to next week, lads, what, second round of the league club, like, tough game, really, a, a way to kill Mark, and you're speaking about that Astro tough next week, are you expecting Changes will 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 Brendan Rodgers make changes after the two games? What he's what, what what he's seen? He's kept the same squad for the last two games. Are you expecting him to kind of make changes for for the Kilmarnock game? Uh, Terence, come to yourself yeah. here. Um, I suppose a lot of it's a lot of it's dependent on injury. There's no way Carter Vickers is going to be playing. That's a definite. Yeah, definitely not. And that, but you think though, Car Carter Vickers' injury today like was. 
more so, Mark, as a precautionary because he was out for so long and he felt the twig in the hamstring. Do you think that? I have, that's what the kind of seen when it happened, wouldn't it? So I wouldn't mm. actually say it's an injury as such. Do you know what I mean? But I don't, I don't expect him to start next week. I won't uh, risk him next week, though, Mark. No, even that. And that in, yeah, you know. You know, I, well, I would expect James. You know, do, do, would you yeah. would you go with Welch again there, or would you throw scales in there? You 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 wouldn't you would, no if if everything everything been been the same, you'd have to you'd have to go with the 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 keeper in the back the back four to, to finish the game. That'd be mm-hmm. I would I I'm not not what I'd want, but that's what you'd have to go with. In in the midfield again, depending if Fatata is injured, and I I I think he probably will say he's injured, even though I don't think he's fully injured. But that's another issue. I'd be going with Holm, McGregor, O'Reilly, and then again, it's your your. I I'd probably I'd probably start I'd probably start Yang. To be honest. Mm. I because I, I I'm really impressed with him every time he's come on and he, he looks very direct. Just just change it up a bit and you know depends we want maybe he, him and him and my and, and Kyogo are probably gonna start up front because there isn't many other options to be honest. But if there like again if, if it was the case that Kyogo was injured, even though he's he's not, but if he was, I don't know about it. But yeah, I would say Kyogo, Maeda and, and Yang and then Holm, McGregor, O'Reilly, and then the back four to finish today with Joe Hart. That'd be that'd be the team I would I'd like to see um Plum start as well next week. The reason because of that back four being together. I, I I'd like to, that's the only reason I'd like to see, one of the reasons I'd like to see Plum starting. You know, a bit of a bit of cover for that that back four. What you, what a proper a proper CDM, Paul. It's a proper CDM. Yeah. It's something that they need. They, especially now because they're going to be, in a sense, slightly fragile at the back. You know what I mean? People, people forget that we go like the game finished today. Two weeks ago, we had two centre backs that hadn't lost the league game, and obviously one of them is departed, and now one of them is a knock. So you're going into games now with these two guys gone, or through injury, or through obviously just moved on. So I would, I would be the same boat as you. I would, I would definitely like to see him start if. If it had his feet, I imagine they might start to tat it. But if he he can, he surely can start Turnbull again. I um, hope not. Anyway, I don't know, Mark. I, like, if, 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 if Rogers is saying, Mark, he's starting players on form, on 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 form, and that's the reason he was playing David Turnbull. Surely you can't play David Turnbull on form and watching in that performance today. Well, I hate seeing out David Turnbull all the time, but right. But it's for it's for him. Just it's for him. Just like what we're talking about, the last kind of 45 minutes he's played, Paul, is it down to how he's doing in training? Do you know what I mean? If he's showing mm-hmm. up in training, right? I did a, did a hellish 45 minutes a day, but he was man of the match last week. So but, I but, I, would, wouldn't it surprise me? It would not surprise me if Turnbull started, really, wouldn't he? But it's consistency mm-hmm. is with the problem, Mark, because we said it time and again. You're the, the 8 out of 10 and the 2 out of 10. You're going. You're going. You're going to get caught eventually if you keep. If you keep going back to the same well, you're going to get caught out with the guy because today, realistically, in the first half, Celtic had one midfielder in O'Reilly. 
McGregor was absolutely nowhere and Turnbull was absolutely nowhere. The two of them had a shocker in the first that half. That was to be one of the worst games I actually saw Conor McGregor play today. You know, he's like the game kind of passed him by. You know, it's a, that that was one that actually won the worst performance I saw McGregor play for for Celtic today. Yeah, I, a, I, I don't long, know. I just a long time anyway. Yeah, and yeah, I know people are saying oh, I was covering for Turnbull, and so, but no, nah, you can't just use do that. your own job. Aye, aye, that's how it turns. Aye. Do your own what, job. That's what Roy Keane said. Like you do your job, your job in the pitch, and that's your job, and you do your job in the pitch. You know what I mean? And yes, if he's if he's covering for Turnbull, he's neg he's negating his own job. Aye, Simple yeah, as that. Exactly. Exactly. You know? you know, there's there's managers, there's managers and team coaches and everything on the sideline. To rectify that problem, you do what you were meant to do. That's like saying, like that's like saying, Anthony Ralston coming into centre back every time where someone's having a nightmare centre back and leaving the the right the right wing opened. We'd give him pelters if he done it. Mm. You know, you'd give him pelters if he done that. You go, what the hell was he doing? You know, if, for argument's sake, like I'm sure he got pelters for the 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 Aberdeen goal. Or one or one of the Aberdeen breaks where they came down the field and it was played out to the right and it was, he wasn't there he was he was tucked into the middle. I'm sure he got pelters from that from the sideline. So McGregor McGregor can't be, you know, not you like it's again it's it's critiquing a guy. It's not giving him. It's not you know slating a guy so no, to speak. No. But we know how good he is. But at the same time, you have you have to be you have to be honest in your assessment of an individual. You can't just say. You know, he's he he's, he's you can't really criticize him as Callum McGregor. Like you can't really criticize Carter Vickers. Well you can, he was terrible for the goal. Aye, aye. I said that you know as well on the forum. Do you I think that's that do, 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 do you think though that 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 run is is where he actually felt the the injury to the hamstring mark, that run? You know, was that too much for Carter Carter Vickers after being known for so long? Too injury? That run with well, the goal. It might have been, it might have been pulling. I didn't give that a thought, but that's a good point. Maybe, see, I mean, obviously, it was caught and it, it did his, his full body a kind of twist. Because I think, I think, I think, if Starfield wasn't the way, Mark Vickers would have got a longer rest. I, I say, oh, you know? fuck off, if, if Starfield, if Starfield had done that in the match, he'd be getting absolute pelters. Well, definitely. Definitely. Absolute pelters. If Car if Starfield had done that today and he was playing and that had happened to him, he would be getting murdered. Murdered. And rightly so. Oh yeah, yeah. but I'm saying so, I'm saying, so, but, so, what I'm so, saying so, is rightly so that Carter Vickers gets roasted for it as well, there, isn't it? Oh he should he should, but I'm saying there's sometimes players get a little bit more leniency towards him because of the player they are then. Another player makes I a similar mistake, they get hammered. Is, is he actually fully fit yet? Like, because last season you wouldn't see Karkovicus being beaten by that ball, you know what I mean? He's no, obviously, he's no fully fit. No, he's not. That's like saying, like, that, run could have been, that run could have been actually too much for Mark. You know, you know that's, he just, he just misread it, Paul. He just misread the pass. Like, because if you look at it, when the pass is made, it's a good pass, and you, nearly, you nearly think he has it and he can go for it, and then next he realizes. Your man's in behind, and he knows, and, and he yeah. knows he can't make a challenge because if he makes a challenge, it's a penalty. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's, it's a mistake. You see, the thing about it, see if Carter Vickers did make the mistakes, he would have been Celtic tear. No, he wouldn't be. No, <laughs> Do you know no. that's the, I've, I, that's one of these things I always see about players. Celtic's always going to have goalkeepers and defenders that have got a blunder in them because if you can, Back if you if you can buy a goalkeeper, a defender that's never going to make a mistake. 
they're not going to sign for Celtic, and if they did, I'm not going to be there that long. Listen, there's 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 players there's players Mark playing it the best in the world. There's no player that hasn't made a mistake. There's no player that hasn't missed a. Like, that's just, mean, that's there's no player that hasn't misplaced a pass. Hasn't misplaced a pass a forward that hasn't missed a great open goal and missed a sitter keeper and a howler. You know. I haven't. Roy Keane. You know. Well, Roy Keane has. Roy Keane might have made a few mistakes. Roy Keane's goal, didn't he? Or uh, we, was it? Yeah. Uh, not far. Mike King made the mistake. Not far, for Nats Forest and, and no, Clough no, Hugh again. Oh, no, no, I'll be no getting the fucking ferrier to fight you tonight if you start over with this part. Mark, Mike King made a mistake, and yeah. but no one called him out on this. <laughs> what? I said Roy King made a mistake, but no one probably called him out on this. Aye, probably you know? just forgot about it and I raised it. I exactly. Raised the they didn't here. even show re- the, commentary, <laughs> the commentary didn't even show replays or nothing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know, there's a good one there. Um, I saw um, himself, uh, Mark, Mika Richards and uh, Gary Never in the car, you know, and, and Jamie Carrigan, they were travelling in Dublin. And Carragher asked him about uh, the Haaland, the Haaland uh, tackle, you know. And uh, he turned drunk to Neville, yeah, but did you see the report? He goes, what do you mean? It was you that got me the red card. And Gary Neville goes, what do you mean? Because you ran straight up to the referee. It's only a yellow. It's only a yellow. And Roy King said, when the player says it's only a yellow, it's a fucking red. <laughs> he blamed Gary Neville for the sending off. That's what he did. You know? He's Receiving that, I mean, Pete, that's another thing. Put it the court, the Mandela effect or something they caught on the internet when people have got a kind of false perception of what actually happened. Roy King never ended up. No, he played on after that. He came back after that. Ah, he came back. See the, see the knee. It was the other knee. It's yeah, the other yeah, knee that killed his injury. Near, had already had an injury on that and stuff like that, and he came back and played games. And he played for, he played for Norway when he shouldn't have as well, which aggravated and everything. It's a great tackler. To be fair, was a great tackler. for me, Terence, honestly, nee, I'm, I mean, I'm no biased or anything. Was Roy Keane piece people be on him, but it, for me, it was a 50-50. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, was, it was great tackler, great tackler. I love the fact that he the fact that he held, held the grudge for that long is fantastic. <laughs> and my kind of man. He did the same. Um, uh, it was it was it, they were playing Chelsea, and Gus Poy did a, a dirty challenge him at Stamford Bridge. And the next the next three weeks they were they were playing Chelsea in the the FA Cup. And Roy Keane's first tackle of the game, the centre and first seat was fucking deck fucking goes by with the, at the start of the whistle. He decked him straight at the start. Was that I? And Poya had goes Poya had to go off and everything after it. You mean he held the crutch like that's what he did. If you injured him, you were getting that back, like weren't you? You know? Oh yeah, yeah. That's what that, you want. That that type of player is gone, isn't it? That's oh, they're long gone. Football, you know what I mean? That's. Maybe, 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 maybe it might be at the lower levels, but not at the higher level, anyway. You can throw Scott Brown into that kind of equation as well, can't you? Oh yeah, definitely. Like a definitely. kind of serial world, just a, a serial winner that held held grudges and waited, no matter how long it took to get his wee dig back and stuff like that. I mean, just, oh, yeah. I mean for me, it's even. I mean, people were talking about it earlier on these kind of serial winners, even wee guys that. 
the Celtic fans we didn't like guys like Barry Ferguson. Barry Ferguson just going to mention him, like yeah, yeah, he's another one. I mean, players do advice to play. Shitty didn't get a booking today. The amount of tackles he did today, consistent fouling. How he didn't get booked today was unbelievable. You know, uh, I. Mm. And then even the one, the one that Cal might get booked for that was a bit. I mean, it was a foul. I'm not saying it was not a foul, but I didn't yeah. think that warranted a booking. Good night, Bobby. Referee good, good game, though. Referee did all. Good night, Bobby. Referee had decent... on earlier, bud. Referee had a decent game, though. To be fair to him, didn't he? Was bad. No, I thought he'd done all right. No, he let advantage go. He, I was watching him watching that now and a couple of times as a foul and a Celtic player and they tried to make a pass or two and it didn't work out and he blew up for the he blew back for the free kick and you know what I mean even for the, the the goal, I was fully convinced when I heard who was doing the VAR that they were going to give it as offside. He, even if it wasn't offside, they were going to show a dodgy line like they did for the bad one. Um, but in fairness, thank God they gave it. You know what I mean? And you know, I thought he, I thought he just had enough game ref to be fair. Yeah, we'll see. Now, the next Rangers game, we turn into really call him afraid to give uh, a decision against Rangers in case he won't left a game against them again. You know? You're always going to get that, though, Paul. That's just human mm-hmm. nature, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Back I, your line I, up, Mark. I, I don't you, buy you? into all that rubbish, Paul. You know that with this paranoia with refs and that. Just, I know there's certain examples you can ram down my throat and say, I bet what about this, what about that, but... All that paranoia stuff for refs gets a bit on my wicked times, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, you could sit there and pick through stuff the day with a ref, but we won the game, put- and then, but oh, oh, but oh, he booked Cal Mack, you should have got booked, right? Well, he mm-hmm. gave a goal that but people would tell it went to VAR, wasn't again, and stuff like that. So, I'm not saying all oh, that's nonsense about all that, even. No, so I talk to him, Mark. I just think Shinny should have been booked. Right, aye, aye, definitely. Consistent But you like, like, look at last week. Look at last week. I mean, the referee could have quite comfortably given a penalty and sent off Joe Hart. Aye, quite comfortably he could have given a penalty and sent off Joe Hart. And like people can say what they want, might have been very, very slight contact, but there was contact with the yeah. was it the Ross County guy, was it? Aye. And you know he was around Joe Hart, That's and it. okay, he probably he probably tried to keep his feet for too long, but. Do you know why they didn't give that? I think it's the way the Ross County player went down. That's what Terence just said. There, Paul yeah. kept his feet too long. I, I, See if he went down. If he if he went down right away, that was yeah. a stone wall. Given he, he lost the ball, he went down. Like didn't he? He lost the but ball. If you he look, went down, like. if you looked at Kevin Clancy today when there was a foul and he let play go on for one or two stages, and when there was no advantage, he brought it back for the the free kick. No problem no, he, doing that. They could have given the referee last. He could have hurt. He, he might have been seen when the player gets to the ball, he can't, he's gone down. That's a penalty, that's a red card. And you don't know that again. Today again, though, didn't he? Like, that's, that's very concerning. You know, really is. He made a similar mistake and he was very, very lucky. It was ruled offside. You know, very lucky. You know? Well, it, he, he did go to... Can I actually... Can one of you answer me a question or either of you answer me a question? Why did they go to the Aberdeen player's knee and not his foot? On the VAR, I, I, I don't know unless someone has someone can answer that question for me. They drew a line across, but they drew a line to the Aberdeen players. They came across to the Aberdeen Aberdeen players' knee, not his foot. Why was that? Does anyone know? Was his knee further forward there? No, no, his foot was further forward. I don't know why because they they came across from his knee, 
into where a bad it was. Unless they were doing it from where a bad his foot was and it happened yeah, to come I mean, to men's knee. They do it from where the forward is, is standing. Okay, okay. To the defender. That's where they okay, go well that, okay, well, that's fair enough because because in the... On, on the, the Joe Hart one, obviously, they, for the foul or whatever. Because normally they always show the... The last person to do a line from them, and then they do it across. If you know, if you're a, if you're an attacking forward, whereas I found it very unusual that they drew it from a badder to him. You'd assume that they draw it from the the defender, where the defender is, the last part of the defender, his foot, so to speak, and draw the line across. And it's easier then to see he's onside, he's offside. I, I just, I just, I, I didn't understand it. I found it very strange way because, like know, his, he, know, like, like he, like his foot and everything is whatever, a couple of inches behind him or in front of him. And that's, he's still on side. That's obviously playing on side. But the way they're doing it is like from his knee, obviously it must be what you're saying, Paul. It must be from a badass foot and they're going across that way. But I hadn't seen it done before like that. That's that's why I'm just curious to see it done. Is that, like. no, is that no change? Is that no change for that season? I don't know, Mark. I'm the clue now. I think it's given the benefit of the doubt, no, Mark. Like if your hand, if you, if your hand is offside, is that not ruled onside? No, isn't it? I hand? think I think last season it was a flex. So like last season, if it, but you're saying Paul, if it was like and it has to, it has to, it has to be, it has to be by the foot. No, I have some part of the body is allowed to. I can score. Oh, so, aye, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I just, I just, I didn't know. I just found it. I, I found it strange when they done it like that. Like they change all these rules so much every. And see, a certain, a certain degree, you've got to understand why referees are maybe struggling with stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, what, every summer... What, what was onside yesterday, Mark? Aye, aye, there's been a bit you know, of... Every summer there seems to be this new bombardment and new rules and stuff and dealing with VAR and all this kind of palaver. And what do you think of this time-wasting rule? Uh, it'll be added on at the end of the game. I thought there'd be more than four minutes added on today. I, but that yeah. No, but they're not using that in Scotland, are they? No, no, they're Scotland. No, they're not. No, they're, oh, they're, just, trying, they're just trying that. I, I think it's good because I watched a bit of the... Is it the Charity Shield? Is that what they call it? I don't know if they call it a yes, community yes, shield, whatever. Yes. And I like that because today, I didn't know it was in Scotland or not, but one stage there was a free kick against Shinny and he kicked the ball away. He probably only kicked it 10 yards away. But there was no card. But I watched in that in that charity shield thing once or twice a player kicked the ball away. Obviously, after giving away, and every time the referee handed the card, every single time. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, again, again with the greatest respect, they probably typify Scotland that they don't. They, why, why didn't you just Why didn't you just follow suit? It's 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 a, it's an it's a no brainer. Like if a player, I, 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 if a to be tilt turns to do this, oh, it needs to be UEFA oh, FIFA that bring to tell them when. Right, they're bringing this rule in as a blanket rule. They're only trialing it so far, meant to be. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Well, it, 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 I thought it, I said the, the few minutes I watched that that league game or that thing. I I I, I thought it was very good because even it was that community shield thing. Guys kicking away the ball or a fella pulling the jersey. There was no warning. It was just a straight, straight yellow, straight yellow. And it says someone said you're going to see an awful lot of red cards. This year in the Premier League with that with that system because a fella could be on a yellow and make a foul and not realise and kick a ten yards and he's gone. I celebrate a goal too much and get sent off. Yeah, and yeah. Can be well, they, they can happen anyway. <laughs> you can be no, but you can be booked for like a great right, first half. You get booked for a dodgy foul, fair dues, a yellow card. But then 
near the, the, the end of the game, you scored what what you think is going to be the winning goal. You're on. I did have to scalp long like a Kilmarnock, didn't this? Aye, aye, yeah. but I think that's mere that stuff like, which isn't it, right? Do you know what I mean? That's but that things like that shouldn't be getting brought into. No, the game, that's the emotion of the game, Mark. Do you know what I mean? Aye. That's, 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 that's the emotion of the game. Like, I mean the var. I mean the var. There's the day of your first goal. I mean. But everybody just sitting there waiting, 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 and then woohoo! Yeah, we scored. Do you know what I mean? It takes away this kind of waiting about bookings for time wasting. Takes away the buzz of the celebration. it takes away the kind yeah. of the kind of instinct, the, the kind of emotion of the game for me. We don't get wrong. That that var the day it worked out well for us. I'm no complaining. But other times it doesn't work out well for us. And yeah, got still holidays. We'll have to see how the, the, the and uh, in the in the women's World Cup as well. Uh, I have been watching it, but I've been reading it that you can actually hear the referee explaining uh, the foul That's decision. That was a, a French game. Terms that did I know sell you send you as well, Paul. You did, Paul. Mark. Yes, and you, you did, could hear yeah. the, you could hear the referees and what they were talking about on the VAR and stuff like that. Yeah, I know terms. Well, Mark, it's actually in Poland as well. Oh, is it? I mean, I know yeah. Terence has been on about it a lot but through kind of the, the rugby and stuff, but for me, that would be ideal, Terence. Would be a video I sent you the other day. Yeah, yeah definitely. Would you out any ambiguity and any, you know, questions asked to the referee or to the, to the TMO or the VAR guy? He's asked a specific question. Is it a goal? Is it not a goal? Any reason for a goal or whatever it is? And he goes, looks at it. Yeah, look, at it. just need to check this side here. Okay, look. No, no, there's a foul by number five. It's it's a free out. Or, no, no, it's not a handball. Ball's play away, it's a goal. Or whatever it is. It, it takes, takes two minutes to do in rugby at the most. Like, in rugby, with the greatest respect, in rugby, when they're looking to see if there's a try or not, there's like probably 12 fellas on top of the ball and they can still manage to say whether it's a try or not a try. Do you know what I mean? And most of them are... Most of them are the size of a small house, so they should be able to. They should be able to do it in in the football and say like it's either a goal, it's not a goal, it's a penalty. It isn't a penalty. Onside, offside. There's no. It is serious. It's not. And here's the reasoning behind that. I mean, that video I sent you. It was like basically it was vast into the referee. Look, you need to come in and look at this. It was the, it was the slightest of touches. He didn't actually pull him. It was just a kind of he touched his jersey stuff in that, and that that would actually that would revolutionise so the Scottish game if he'd done something like that. Well, he would take he, out he, the whole he, conspiracy, Mac. He would I, take out the whole conspiracy side of things and the whole the whole paranoia that he's always against us, Stephen. Jeez, he'll give us nothing. He's always against us, and and the the bottom line is if if you can hear it. You obviously may not hear it in the ground on um, over the the ten, I to speak. But if you're if you're watching it on television and you're there and they're asking a specific question, look, you need to come and see this. I think it's a handball by by group by by green number two for argument's sake, whatever. Right. And the referee comes over and he looks at it and he goes, "Why, why?" I look, watch it here. See the ball bounces up. I think it's I think his hands in an unnatural position. I think it's a handball. And the referee goes and looks at it. Yeah, I fully agree with you. And he goes and gives a penalty. You don't, you don't need to be there thinking what, and going like. That was what VAR was when it first came out to, uh, was it, I can't even mind, was it the World Cup or was it when the, 
the public started doing it. VAR was meant, VAR was meant, VAR was like VAR shouted to the referee and says, Look, you need to come and look at this. They didn't mm -hmm. tell him, they didn't, they weren't telling him this is a penalty, this is this, this. They were just saying, Look, you need to come and look at this and showing the man, the angles and saying, A discussion, what do you think? Look at that, look at it for that angle, look at the angle. But it ultimately still came down to the referee's decision. Yeah. And, and, that's, and one know, of the, that's one of the basic rules of football there. Mm. Oh, yeah. But nine times out of ten, Mark, anyway, if, for argument's sake, the ball's in the box and it's flying around the box and it goes flying out and all of a sudden the, the VAR guy going to the referee, look, you, there's been something here you need to have call quick and come and have a look at this. The referee's going to know, OK, this, this is a potential penalty. This is a possible penalty. If, if there's a big... Something like that. You know, it's it's it's... It's very, it's very, it's it's a very easy solve. Sometimes they just make things complicated. I think for the sake of making it complicated, just discussing it between the two guys and going, look, you need to come and see this. I think there's a potential handball or whatever it is, or potential foul play. The referee comes over, has a look, and he can chat to the to the the VAR guy. And go, look, this is the angle I have. I have another angle here for you. There you go. I, you know, the VAR guy. I don't know what way to go if they say, look, I think it's a potential penalty. You need to make a decision on this, and referee looks at it and goes, "Yeah, I agree. It's a penalty." So it's not not that hard, like. No, and I, 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 Fevar started even raising it. He didn't fit, but now one of the things as well I've always said is that I, I, see even we like kind of on the edge decisions. A referee for me should look at it, right? Sit there and watch it on the screen and see even if it, see even if it should be a penalty. See if the referee said, look, if I was staring right at that in real time, I wouldn't know that was a penalty. It mm -hmm. shouldn't be given. It should, do you get what I mean by that? Yeah, I do, but I wouldn't agree with you. I agree, I do, I agree, but I don't agree with it. A tackle, a tackle looks worse in slow motion than it does in... Aye, stuff like that, aye. Yeah, you know, that's, that's another thing that kind of gets me like... And one of the things as well, when you're saying, but like that, Terence, you're saying you disagree with me, but the difference is the rules of football is meant to be universal. They don't change whether you're playing down the park or whether you're playing in the Champions League final. Mm -hmm. So if there's an incident in some playoff or a cup final that Vasno introduced in... Oh, I, I get that because like, you know there's not, it's, not, it's not a club rugby here, like say... What the club I would be young once it's not a normal club rugby or Paul would know from Cork Connor Sunday as well in Cork. It's not in club rugby. I understand, but what I'm saying is I'm saying is if a referee in his opinion says I didn't think it was a penalty and then he goes and the monitor and he sees there is a there is a slight touch or there is a slight pull of the jersey, there is a, a foul, so to speak, and he said, God, even with my naked eye, if I was running looking at that, I wouldn't have given that as a penalty. The reason the technology is there is to say to him, look, we're there help technology has a foul, there's a penalty. That's the reason I would say, even though he's in God, if I was looking at a tug of the jersey or the, there is contact made in the box that he wouldn't have seen from his position or would make it eye, to me, take there for him to help him to say that is a penalty. That's what I would say why, why I would disagree with you when I was that makes any sense. Quite, but, no, I, but to the other extent, can you know, just say, well, just do away with actual, like, the referee's input then? And just everything he's doing to the VAR and the referee just passes on whatever the VAR 
the seeds won. I know, I get, I'm, not, I'm not saying everything, Mark. I get, I get your point. I'm just saying if there's a penalty, and I understand what you're saying, if the referee said, if I didn't have VAR, I wouldn't give that. Like, for argument's sake today, if there wasn't VAR, Celtic's goal would have been offside. Right? If there wasn't VAR, the linesman, in his opinion, says a bad is straight offside. And he's put up the flag, and he's got, no, no, he's offside, he's ahead of the, he's ahead of the man, the last line of defence, so to speak. But VAR has gone and checked it, and he's gone, actually, no, do you know what? That's not offside. A bat is actually onside. It's a goal. That's all. In, that's all I'm saying. Because if the referee is to go and there to go, my naked eye, he's offside. Then, fair enough. They should. They shouldn't. They shouldn't bring VAR into it. But when they're going to do that today, and they're showing, no, no, look, you got it wrong. You thought he was on offside. He's actually onside. It's a goal. That's all I mean by it. Because that linesman is that linesman. Initial instinct is no, no. He's offside. He's offside. He's definitely offside. That's all I mean, boy. Definitely something we should try to bring in. Do you know what was kind of relevant for was was last season uh, in in the Scottish Cup? Some teams had VAR when they were playing, and the other teams then didn't have VAR. Uh, aye, aye. You know, it's it's either in it fully put in the canvas temporary mark when the game was on, or it's not in the League Cup, is it? Do you know, you know. But even down to that, Paul, but the bit what I keep kind of saying is the basic rules of football are the same across the world. Yes. To be. So it shouldn't be if Steve Varkin put Steve Varkin put Celtic through I mean, right, Celtic playing I don't know, Sterling Albion or somebody like that. And Sterling right, obviously the rules don't don't go. Sterling Albion's not going to have VAR facilities, right? But there could be a contentious decision in that game, Celtic against somebody like Sterling Albion or something like that. Exactly. And then there could be one in the next whatever at Celtic Park, but we've got Vars, it goes other way. It's just, it needs to be, you can understand because it's, I mean, we're talking about millions and billions of pounds across the game in the big leagues when it comes to these kind of decisions, but there's got to be some kind of conformity. Yeah. Is the rules or the regulations that even... They've got to kind of find maybe find a balance between how VAR does work mm -hmm. and how they can implement it to any extent in in like a kind of lower levels. Is it a case of look the ref goes and looks at it? What I'm saying, the ref goes and looks at it and says, if I was watching that doing it an Anakis and fucking Queen's Queen's Park game, I wouldn't have known that was offside. So how can I how can I give that? Does mm -hmm. that make sense? What I'm getting at here. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, I wholeheartedly understand where you're getting at, and I, I fully know where you're coming from. I'm just saying that when the technology is available, and yeah, I, I get what your point at when it's if it's a Sterling or Aloha or whoever it is, I'm just making up names, obviously, that they mightn't have that facility available to them. I, I understand that. But what I'm saying is when it's there at the higher level and they have that facility to use it, then it it has it has to be used like like today. That linesman, he thought he was offside. He wasn't offside. That linesman, his referee was involved in the match in next weekend, and I don't even know the teams in the same league. But say Falkirk and Alva, and the same situation arises, and it's a header down, and he gives the same decision, and then for some strange reasons, someone has a video of it, and they're able to see afterwards that oh, actually he wasn't offside. 
he's actually onside. I, 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 I get your point, Mark. But what I'd be saying is, if they're if if they're saying, well, I wouldn't. I think he was offside now and next week, regardless. And even though if he was onside, because I have the VAR, I can see it. But to the naked eye, I would think that's offside. Like you, you have the you have the technology to use it now. Otherwise, otherwise they need to get rid of VAR and just have it a a level playing field across, no matter what, no matter what level of playing, whether it's Champions League or League of Ireland, for argument's sake, or down your down the lower levels. It's just it's just unfortunate that they don't like. As I said they don't have any, they don't have any club rugby over here, even in Division One AL, which is my club, Young Monsters, and as I said Paul would know, Cork Con. They don't have mm-hmm. they don't have VAR at that. They don't have VAR at that, and that's the top flight club rugby in, in Ireland. But obviously they have it in the interprovincials and they have it in the Six Nations and they have it all there. And, and I get your I get your point, but a referee has to interpret his decision is in the club game. And he might get it right and he might get it wrong. And yeah, I fully agree. Like, Mark, I wouldn't be a big fan of VAR. No question about it. There's yeah, always the beauty the beauty of a referee is that it's it's human error. They might be right, they might be wrong. But when the, the technology is there to help them, they have to use it. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I get that. I and as I, I said see last season as well. One of the things that kind of annoyed me with VAR was it was VAR that was making the decisions. Yes. Exactly. And it shouldn't be. That's kind of my thing, Terence. Oh, I, I agree with you. I, I mean, it should be, right? I'm saying the referee, but there should be some kind of criteria that the referee, I'm just, I just use that as a kind of example. But I've seen yes. that with the naked eye staring at it. But yes. ultimately, for me, the, the the final decision and that's that's another really game that the, the referees. So Mark, we saw final. that clearly with Beeson when you when you could when you could see his lips saying it's not me making the decision. Aye, that's the yeah, thing. That... It should be. I agree, I totally give you terms. If the referee goes out there and looks at it, blah blah. Aye, but it should all it should always come down to the referee. The referee shouldn't be told. The VAR guy shouldn't actually have much opinion in my in my opinion terms. If you get what I mean. Oh, I know, but. Look at in the rugby, it's his decision. It's the, it's the referee's decision in rugby. Aye. The TMO might go, he might say, the referee might say, in my opinion, it's a try. I think there's a try. And he might say to the TMO, is there any reason I can't award a try? And the TMO, the TMO might look at it and he goes, look, I, I, I can't really see anything. Go with your on-field decision. So the referee goes, right, I feel, it's a, I feel it's a try. It's a try. I've seen, I've seen situations, Mark, in the rugby where the TMO has gone... I feel it's a, I feel it's a red card for this this decision, and the referee might go talk. You can see him talking, and the referee will go, no, no, I don't feel it's a red card because of this. And the team goes, well, I think it's a red card, and the referee goes, no, no, I'm happy. I'm going to go with the yellow. So the ref, the referee in the rugby would no, they 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 discuss it together. You don't, and see, that, they, you don't see that then in Scottish football. You don't see the referee kind of overwriting VAR. It's, 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 it seems to be the opposite. Oh, that's what VAR. I said there, Paul. Yeah, it seemed yeah, to be yeah. last season it was VAR that yeah. was actually refereeing the game. Yeah, but that should yeah. that should come from that should also come from instruction from that. The Mac needs to come from the top. Instruction yeah, from the top needs to come and go. That look, uh, Mike O'Neill, your TMO today, or VAR. Your job is if you feel that there's an infringement, you need to say to the referee, "I feel that there's an infringement. You need to look at this and make a decision." And that's the key word: that you need to make the decision, not me. Yeah. You can dis- you can discuss it with them and say, "I have this angle. I have that angle. Here's another angle. Here's another angle." That's what you see in the rugby. They'll go. Ju- are you, they, ju- you just need to see it from this angle. Have a look there. 
have a look here. Yeah, look, this is the best thing that we have. It appears that there's ground into the ball. He's over the line. And the referee looks at me and goes, yeah, I agree with you. That's a try. So, like, it's the referees making the decision in the rugby. They need to go to that to say that the, the, the people in the VAR are, are assisting the referee. They're not refereeing the referee, if that makes any sense. I, 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 definitely, I definitely just guided them a bit, saying, well, we'll yeah. look, at it, look at it for this angle and see what you think. No, I still can't yeah. see much contact. I still can't. But was last year, it just seemed that in and VAR, it was like VAR was telling the referee what to do. And that's, yeah. that's not going to work. Do you know what I mean? Cause no, it's not. No. Because then well, it actually comes down to opinions of people. Well, even today, Mark, uh, like I said this before, what's the, what's, what's the problem in the goal has been scored, there's a VAR check. Is it, what's the referee's name today? Was it Clancy, is it? Aye, is it aye. Kevin Clancy? Aye. Yeah. What's the, what's the problem with Kevin Clancy walking over to the monitor, having his earpiece in, Talking to a man in the VAR, and he comes up and he shows the line down the middle or line, and he goes, he sees himself, yeah, that's clearly onside. Instead, the referee's standing there waiting for a man to go, that's a goal. The referee has looked at nothing today. Nothing. He just stood aye, in the middle aye. of the pitch with his hand in, with his finger in his ear going, okay, tell me if it's a goal or not a goal, will you? That's exactly my problem, mate, yeah. Yeah, so but, but I, I would say the referee should go over and look. The referee needs to look at it and go... Like, if he says there's a check, he needs to go over to the monitor. Like, he, he, where he was standing was pointless. What was the point in him standing there? He could have stood beside the monitor, looked at the monitor as well. The line comes up. He clearly sees the ball is onside. He's onside. That's a goal. Mm-hmm. Like, here, one that gets right on my wick as well, right? See, during the game, they're all mic'd up, so they can hear, the, they can hear the, the linesman talking to them. They can hear all this stuff going on with VAR and that. But see, when VAR's actually checked, they need to they take the earpiece. They need to hold yeah. their ear to make sure... Oh, I know, yeah, the fingers in the ear, like, yeah. Aye, aye, hello, hello. Yeah. Max, but, like... like fucking Max and Paddy waiting <laughs> in a fight at the Phoenix Club. <laughs> like, if you looked at it last year, and we, we weren't... We were... I was... You know, it worked out well, but it was against Celtic. The time Cameron Vickers tackled that Devlin fella, and the referee gave no... Didn't give a penalty, and it was a penalty, but then VAR called him. The referee went over to the, the monitor. It could have been that Nick Walsh fella. He went over to the monitor... And you see it in slow motion and you see Carter Vickers catches your man in the box and you know it's a penalty. But he just looks at it, sees the whole thing, looks at it, one or two angles, penalty, and he po- he goes over and points and gives the penalty. I don't have any issue with that whatsoever, whether it's against Celtic or not. But referees need to be instructed. If this is a decision, you're the referee, you're making the decision with the assistance of the VAR guy. Yeah, so you exactly. need to go and look at the monitor. That's the key. Exactly. I mean, even that the day turns, but but you're talking like we're talking about that offside decision. Why could Sky no broadcast what they were talking about? Why can why can TV oh, yeah. no? There's no reason. There's no reason. There's no reason for it. Like there's no reason for it. He could have just said, "Yeah, we're just having a check here now. Just making sure that he's onside. There's no foul. There's no foul in the lead up to the play. No, that's okay." He heads it down. I tell you what, well, right? It's, it's something that, something that, in, that, in, that in Sky, something right? actually came yeah. out and said that they can hear it when they're, on, when they're doing their Sky job. They can hear what the bar the bar that's talking about. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, no sure, some, I'm sure some... I'm, maybe it was, I well, don't Sky know. Maybe it was Chris it, Sutton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it was Chris yeah. Sutton or someone's come out and said it. There was, but they're probably can go the commentators. They're, they're actually they're actually tuned in. Like I was watching. Uh, I was watching. Uh, 
I was watching the match on the, the Pulse at today, right? And the Polish TV had the lines up straight away before any before it went to VAR. When it was questioning for, they had the lines up straight away, the Polish TV. And that's how quick it can be done. I but then maybe then maybe tuned into it, Paul, just putting up quicker than Sky and that is then. You know, exactly. Like Sky just seems to wait for the decision to be made and then they put them up then, like you know what I mean? Put the lines up and let people see from themselves. You know? I mean I I mean I don't watch much of the public, you know that. But how do they deal with this? It's quick, I, mean, man. I think they put up, up they put up lines, I think. Straight up, I think. I don't watch much of it now, but I think they put it up fairly quick, Mark, to be fair now. I'm not like trying to get into the pure paranoia, Celtic Rangers stuff, like people do on Twitter and stuff There's like no that. Way in Is that minutes, what it's like doing in England? It's just, I don't know, Mark. Is it just the coverage of Sky and Scottish football like that they're not really interested because in the in, in the in the Premier League they have them up practically nearly straight away. You know the decision before decisions even made. Do you know what I mean? You know? Oh I, I, I was well see the days game I was watching it on Sky and it got to half time the next thing a Spurs game came on. Yeah. That's the attitude I, I, they have to I, 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 I didn't know what was happening. To put it on live chat, what's happening here? I'm watching that on Sky and it's went to the Spurs game. I, such and such a channel was only showing the first half. Yeah. You had to switch off oh then to Sky Football, then to watch the rest of us. And you're like, oh my God, man, did you even, did you get what I mean? Did you even care? No, they no, don't. It's ridiculous, Mark, boy. It's ridiculous. They could keep that, they could have kept that game on Till the end of the, the match finish, Mark, because Spurs and uh, uh almost was well run Sky Sports Premier League anyway. Do you get me? You know, aye. So they could have just let the Celtic game just play away and then switch off to the second half of the sports game. They no, but no, that they come first. Uh, just before we go there, uh, Joseph playing a post there. Uh, hail, hail, boys. I don't like the way we were playing. Players look unfit, slow, and attacking. Hail, hail. What's KFT? Keep the face, is this? Aye, aye. I'd agree with that. Yeah, I'm not playing the best, but aye, there's plenty. I mean, see, Deller on nearly two or three weeks in the window left open, and then we'll get time to bed in. Get when is it we play them? Three, two weeks. Oh, two or three weeks, yeah. Aye, Ned, start getting ready for the Champions League. I'm not panicking. No, I wouldn't be panicking, but I'd like I'd just like to see Celtic get get Celtic had had had, had built a trend where they got the deals done quickly. As in good on in good time. Yeah, but then Terence, yeah. you have to look like then as well, like Rogers is still kind of assessing the squad. Like he doesn't know. No, but they need a centre back regardless part. He wants and what players he doesn't want, you know what I mean? But I know, but they need. A, I'm just saying. I'm just saying a centre back. The rest of the, the rest of the positions, I understand, but they need a centre back. I think if, yeah. if Carter Vickers gets, if Carter Vickers is out, and for argument's sake, if Carter Vickers gets out, get is out for say two or three weeks. We just say you don't know what the extent of the injuries, and that Rocky lad plays on next weekend and rolls his ankle and he's out. So then he'd be happy to go with Welsh and Scales or Welsh or Kobayashi yeah, for a couple of weeks. By the end of the week. He'd be done next week. Yeah, that that Rogers even said that today after his interview. Like the, the, 
the centre-back deal is practically done and dusted. He expects him to be in next week. The reason he's playing today, I think, was kind of a good buy match. But then it does take the risk, then, if he gets injured and that, like, you know what I mean? You know? People mm-hmm. people forget as well. It was the last day the transfer window when Carter Vickers and York get signed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People say, I mean, don't get us wrong. I know what you're saying, Terrence. Just with Ange, the last couple of windows, it seemed to be that all the good business was done quite early. But the manager's changed, so things have obviously got to change. With I think, yeah. Mark, I think yeah, Mark, a, lot of, well. a lot of a lot of a lot of transfer targets, Mark, could have been changed as well. Like that, mightn't have soup Brendan Rogers. Do you know? Like I like I said, gee, there, like I couldn't see Halum in an Ange team. Could you? I really couldn't. Like you know. I no, I think he'd have been here, Paul, even if Andrew's manager. I think most of the signings that were brought in this window so far. Yeah. Be, I don't have... think, Mark, he would have got game time on the Ange. You know, I don't see him as a player getting game time on the Ange, do you? Well, we don't know. We've not really seen... Do you know what? Where would they fit into an Ange team? I don't know exactly, Mark. I, you do you know, know what I mean? We'll never know, basically. Do you know what I mean? So it's weird you got to find a Brendan Rodgers team. But, I mean, I've said it, I said it before, even when Ange left, that there'd been a list of players that Celtic were after. And baby Lowe. Yeah, sure, I suppose we were Rogers, trying to see your Mark for the last three years. Aye, we've been looking at these yeah. players. So Rodgers will be unknown the input. But for me, in my opinion, I think the majority of players we've seen this Wednesday would have seen Neymar, who the manager was. Let's, that's kind like, of there we are. Like, I forgot about him, actually. Like, there we are saying, there do we actually need a replacement for Yasser when we still have him to come back from injury? And I'm, I'm actually hearing great things about him, Tio, that he's oh. actually supposed to be a very good player. Well, you know? But was, it, was you know the Australian young player of the year? Yes, yes, yes. And a lot of the Australian oh, guys, uh, Mark, on Twitter have been kind of raving about him, you know? I mean, that's just, we need to kind of wait to see where we are. As I, as I said earlier on, with Carter Vickers and Yota, we never heard of them. We didn't know how good they were going to become for us. Like it's the city late. time of the season, Mark, isn't it? Aye, two years two year, like, yeah. year, year we signed Yota on loan. I mean, let's not be kidding, it was only signed on loan. Yeah. And we sell for £25 million. Carter Vickers, never heard of them. Do you know what I mean? Just a a name on the, the odd week bit of stuff you seen on Twitter when people were talking about stuff. And that's, you've got to give the kind of, you've got to give them the club time for these players to get bed in and see what they're going to do. You've got to mm-hmm. give the players time to get bed in and see how they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Atati if a goes for, if Atati leaves before the end of the window, how do we know that the, the plan was that home wasn't going to be Atati's replacement in the midfield? Exactly, Mark. It was. It was going to be. It was going to be next summer. But no, we'll need to just push him up a, a year. The guy's played in Norway for four seasons. He's only twenty year old. Do you know what I mean? He's no. Yeah, yeah. He's not. A, he's not a young daft boy that's hardly kicked a ball. Yeah. No. We let it there, lads. Yep. That's it for tonight, lads. Uh, thanks, Terence, as always, for for coming in. Like, Part of the forum, you know, Terence. So I don't know why we thanking you for coming in. Like, you know what I mean? But it's always nice to thank yeah, you. Yeah, sure. Uh, Mark, we'll, we'll, we'll close the show. Hey, thanks very much, Terence, for coming in. Paul, as always, for what you did. Terence is the same. Bobby, thanks for coming on. All the lads that joined in the live chat, hope you enjoyed it. Everybody that listens in, back on YouTube or whatever, on Spotify, 
I hope you enjoy what we're doing. If you know how, uh, hit the like button, leave it and leave a comment in the section below if you know how to. Thanks very much. Hail, hail, good night. And just again, Terence, hope everything goes all right for you the more I make. God bless you, buddy. Cheers. Thanks, man. Right, good night, lads. Bye, bye. Good night. Good night. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.